Super Bowl rematch on Monday Night Football. The Zach Wilson doc put on the shelf? His name is Bland. Duran Bland. And Arthur Smith makes BTK chicken soup so he can get better. Next on Around the Couch. Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. My name is Axel. With me today are Heath and Ando. Brett is unfortunately not feeling well. We wish you the best. And we want to take this time to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. We hope you have a nice Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. Because around the world, it's a different thing. Like Canadian Thanksgiving was like a month or a half ago or something, wasn't it? Does anybody know? Heath, you know CFL. Uh, I don't personally know, but I know that. Thanksgiving is a United States holiday because yeah. we came over and basically took people's land and anyway, and had dinner <laughs> and uh, had di- just for the dinner reservations. That's basically yeah. what it was about. Okay. If you want to know history. Um, and I do want to give a special shout out, of course, to my son, Lachlan. Every night I go into the room and I, as I'm about to say, echo or Alexa or whatever, shut off. Cause he likes to listen to stuff like his dad He's listening. I hear Solo's voice. I hear Brett. I hear Ando. Every night he loves to listen to Around the Couch. So our biggest fan, Lachlan, we love you, buddy. And I'm looking forward to watching the Jets uh, lose to the Dolphins this Friday. Spoiler alert. Whoa. Um, You know, before we get too far away from Brett not being here, are we sure he's actually sick? Because... When he said he was sick, it wasn't too long after Solo threatened to sing Annie Lennox all night during the recording That's on our text true. chain. That is true. I'm wondering if he's avoiding it. Oh, I thought you were going to do Walking on Broken Glass. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got them all, baby. You got them. Got them all. <laughs> That's our other podcast. If you are watching A Murder at the End of the World, Ando and I are podcasting on it. And um, hopefully we're going to have our friends Mike and Bubba on. Maybe Solo has been watching now. Maybe Solo might come on for an episode. I'll come think, on. I'll come I on. I think Gina's been watching too. Oh, sure okay. We we, oh, all right. We all right. I got to start. We got we got to start hitting that after this week. Start rounding up the troops. Actually. Yeah. This week we'll do by ourselves since it's the holidays and such, and then um, we'll we'll uh, we'll go from there. But let's talk some football. We had a long weekend that ended with um, Kansas City wide receivers dropping every fucking ball that was thrown to them while Patrick Mahomes tried to end the defense. Really, I thought the Eagles should have lost that game, but unfortunately they won. It was a bitter pill to swallow for us all because there is not an Eagles fan amongst us. But um, we do have some news. Oh, at least ahead. it wasn't a jagged little pill. Yes, that's true. That's true. And I and I didn't have to do something in a theater with Solo. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I still can't believe that was Dave Coulet, but you know what, folks? Yeah. It was. That, that makes its song much worse. Matt Canada was fired from the Steelers. Who's next to get fired? What do we think? You know, A. Husser told me today that this was the first time a coordinator, an offensive or defensive corner, had been fired during the season on the Steelers since the 1960s. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's no, what he told me. since 1941. Oh, since 1941. Okay, wow. It's even and the far- guy that okay. was the coach was also part owner. 
<laughs> that football has changed a lot since then. I I had Rich Eisen <laughs> yeah. on earlier, and he was talking about it. I, I had to write that down because it was kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. part owner so, that was coach. That tells you something. What do I think? I don't think that's going to change much for the Steelers, honestly. I think it's a kind of a scapegoat. I think they don't have the talent uh, there with Kenny Pickett. And I, I don't know what they're going to do. I still think Tomlin is – it's a miracle they keep on winning games. But I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Ando? What do you think about this firing? I mean, it's – somebody had to take the blame. That's the other thing that uh, – just because I haven't had Rich Eisen on before we were talking this. He said, too, that it came from directly from the owners to fire this, to fire Canada. It wasn't a Tomlin decision necessarily, but I don't think it's going to help either. I mean, right. it's – I mean – what what it's not gonna is it gonna make Kenny Pickett good all of a sudden? I don't think so. I don't know what else, I mean. What else can they do? They're gonna rely on their defense to win games, and that's their biggest. I think that's their biggest uh, biggest hope. I mean, I don't, I don't. I really can't see it changing much. Yeah, I agree with you, Ando. I I just the one thing I want to know is Kenny Pickett in his rookie year started to come on late, was having a great preseason. And then all of a sudden in week one, he stinks. He's worse than he has ever been. I just, I, you know, maybe it's his talent. Maybe it's the O-line. Maybe it's the play call. I don't know. But it's like a freaking mystery to me because he was improving, improving, improving. And now, he, he, you know, they don't throw a pass longer than 14 yards. I think last weekend, 14 yards was the longest reception a Steelers receiver had. I mean, his yards per play are so down. Uh, one of the worst in the league. And so I, we'll see. I mean, when Dorsey got fired for the Bills, they played the Jets next week. So who the Steelers play, playing the Bengals <laughs> without Burrow? Hey, maybe all of a sudden they'll throw some touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I listen to that Peacock and Williamson podcast every day. And um, Matt Williamson, who is in deep with those Steelers, what he said was exactly what we're saying. It's not going to make any of the players any better. He wasn't doing that great. Like people didn't think he was taking advantage of the talent that was there. But I mean, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. Who do you think's next? Uh, solo. You got a hit list. Do you like predicting who's going to get fired yeah. next? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how, as Sal calls it, rowboat Ron Rivera. <laughs> I love it. Um, Ron versus Riverboat because he always gambled. I don't know how he's not. How do you lose to the Giants um, at home? I, I, I don't know. And give up 31 points and Danny DeVito throws three touchdowns. Cusalum, baby. Now I claim him after he had a good game. Uh, and then Staley. I don't know what Staley. That Did you guys hear that press conference of him defending that sounded like, like a, that sounded like a last gasp to me. That press conference. Yeah. I think I think he's got to be. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't been fired already this week. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot going on. I mean, to lose in Green Bay, it's. I mean, five years ago you'd be like, well, that's a tough place to play, but it ain't the same Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers ain't say, coming through that door. I'm gonna. I am gonna be very. Ha- I, I I I am a fan of Staley now because I'm pretty sure he may have. Just help Jordan Love get a contract to resign with Green Bay, kind of the way the Vikings did for Daniel Jones last year, because <laughs> they made they made Jordan Love look good. So I'm, I'm hoping that's what that's what comes out of that. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, that one pass, that one touchdown pass was pretty nice, though. I have yeah, I have to admit, 
I saw. In a well, high, he can, in a he can throw the ball. He can make good passes from time to time, but he's got a lot of Zach Wilson in him. He he does oh, just, just enough to tease you, and then he oh, does something insanely stupid. You know that's what, Ando? Blow. You know what, man? We made it fucking eight minutes into the podcast without <laughs> talking about Zach Wilson. I was hoping it could be a little bit longer. Solo has it as the fourth <laughs> bullet point. We're only on bullet point, bullet point one right now, okay? Well, he's, not, he's, <laughs> he's down to third string, so we don't even need to talk about him anymore. Well. So. God, Lord. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get to the Jets. Um, <laughs> up next, in other news, the Broncos' Kareem Jackson, and they talked about this on air while it was happening, right? After coming mm-hmm. back from a suspension, is banned four games for his hit on Dobbs, helmet to helmet. Um, it looked like targeting. Like I literally said to Lachlan, I was like, that's what you call targeting in college. I don't know. In the NFL, yep. they call it helmet to helmet. But he used his his fucking head as a weapon, and I just think it's I don't know. I mean, it's hard to get that out of people. But what's the you know? I don't know much about this dude, so I don't have much to say about it. Um, what do you think, there, Solo? You had it in the news. No, I I, I want to defer to Ando because I only I only I I watched most of the game, but without volume. So was it the hit at the beginning of the game, Ando? Or? It was the one that caused uh, Dobbs to get Dobbs to fumble, and then the, the right. Denver got okay. three points off of it because of the fumble. Okay, that was yeah, that was the beginning. That was and that it was, was that that option that pitch to Dobbs. It was, was that, it, uh, yeah, I think it was. I okay. think it was on the pitch from from Hawkinson. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, the replays yeah, I only saw the, the blue tail tent. end, but yeah, yeah, he went into the blue tent after that, but then Dobbs played, but yeah. yeah. So it so was, what, uh, are, was it bad? Was it? It was I mean, bad. I mean, yes. if it would if it would have been in college, they would have stopped the game. They would have kicked him out of the game. There would have been a fifteen yard penalty and a first down. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was targeting, dude. It was one hundred. I mean, it was a one hundred percent. It was no leading with the shoulder. It was a hundred percent top of his helmet into Dobbs. I mean, there was no. He was he was launching himself as a spear. I mean, I. I yeah. I yeah. I think oh, we that's should. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make a, a around the couch resolution. I think we should make Sean Payton and around the couch enemy number one. Because he has a history of dirty, dirty players, yeah, yeah. and if he's not coaching them, he definitely does not discourage it. I mean, nope. he's been kicked out of the league once for a year after the Bounty Gate thing with Brett Favre in the NFC Championship. Right. Granted, it was against the Vikings, so I have an axe to grind there, but there, there's been many, many dirty players that Peyton has had, and he doesn't get – I mean, he did get some penalties a long time ago, but nobody's talking about that part of it. They're just talking about Jackson. I mean, you can – I don't know. It's that play. I thought play was just another example of Peyton and his dislikability. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap, baby. That's what yeah. they call Dirty deeds. I know someone done would like dirt that one. Cheap. Yeah, you know what though? Some of these guys. I mean, they've done a pretty good job. The NFL. You know, they do have this program teaching kids all the way down high school to Pop Warner, whatever. Right to not heads up to keep their head up when they tackle um but it seems like for some players it's just in their system and uh this dude needs to like go to tackle rehab or something there there doesn't seem and because something we don't talk about enough is how little players actually practice even in preseason and and especially in the regular season right actually in Mm -hmm. pads practice that's hard to break a habit like that so i don't know i mean that's pretty. Man, we, bad I mean, we be. talked about this on one of the early pods when guys were yeah. getting hurt, and 
I think eventually it will fix itself. Like you said, with all the the youth you programs and stuff they're doing now. It. Yep. Yeah. It eventually that'll change that culture will change, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. And there's always going to be people who are the outliers, like mm-hmm. uh, like Heath Solo is an outlier. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> and as an outlier, yeah. yeah unfortunately, the biggest outlier <laughs> of the NFL is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles because they are now what nine in one um, yes they are and mm-hmm. as you can hear from my voice i'm not i, I mean but god that what i re- man this game it's like kansas city was their defense was controlling them but mahomes had nobody to throw to it looked every time he dropped back he was like no though okay I, I guess i better run and then they were at least they were getting the running game going but fucking eagles just uh well, he did have guys Damn. to throw to. They just couldn't hang on to the ball. Yeah, yeah. There. Well, that's that's the that's you can't you have to complete the throw, Ando. That's what the yeah. quarterback does. Yeah, but I mean, he he was putting the passes in spots where they could have been catching those passes. Oh, it was a lot totally. of drops. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not blaming him. Yeah, I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's it's not like you were no blaming the holes. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm saying he had no one to throw to. Like he yeah. didn't trust. And they weren't getting open. There was, they weren't creating separation. And he was just running around like, but still, it seemed like they had the game. But nope, fucking Eagles come back. And uh, then, of course, at the end of the game, you had the two huge drops, which were just like, what did, uh, what did, uh, what's his name call it? Spaghetti arms? <laughs> Who Something said that? Like that. <laughs> who was calling the game well, again? Who call who who calls the Monday night Troy game? And, uh, Troy Troy and oh Joe. yeah, it was Troy said it. He said that's classic spaghetti arms right there. I never what? heard of spaghetti yeah, arms. Yeah, that's what he said, arms. dude. He <laughs> yeah, said alligator cla- arms. Yeah, you're right. Oh, alligator. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, I thought Troy, oh, alligator arms. Okay. Troy made one thing. He, he commented. <laughs> he goes, you know. You know, they haven't done stuff like that since the 60s. And then he goes, well, I don't even know if they did it in the 60s. <laughs> I forget what it was for, but I right off the bat, I'm like, Troy's drinking with Joe. Oh, no. It yep. was because he was showing the picture of Kelsey's kid, his daughter. And he said, her hand, oh, yeah. starting with their hand in the back. Because you see, yes. back in the day, you used to put like, your palm up, right? On your back, to in your position, in your crouch. Yeah, and he was like, oh, that's old school, the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> was like, and he was like, I don't even know if they did that in the 60s. But <laughs> Take another fucking That was pretty shot, impressive Troy. by Kelsey's daughter doing that. That was pretty – she had good form. I was yeah. like, that's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, no, this – you know, we've, we, we had a little uh, text because, you know, we're an anti-Eagles podcast. And, of course, BTK. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, but the Eagles just keep winning. I mean, if they win like this and they win a Super Bowl like this, they win. I mean, they just, they're taking advantage of bad football. Play. I mean, Travis Kelsey, his head wasn't in the game. It was on a Taylor Swift tour in Argentina. Like, sorry, Jay, uh, Travis, but it just, it's, it's set up that way. Uh, it just seems like they, I don't know. It is just, like you said, the drops and everything. And, and it's just, oh man. Um, it, it, it kills me because the Cowboys needed the Eagles to lose this game to get back in the division race. And now it's just like, okay, they play Buffalo at home. Anyone, Billy Foley is, is, is texting 
Yeah, while my I'm phone speaking. is going crazy hey, here. On the... Can you can you can you listen to what we're doing on the pod, Axel? Or do you want to text BTK? I was literally <laughs> going to come back and say BTK just texted, and I was just telling him that we're recording now. That's all I said is we're wow. recording now. Yeah, I wanted but, him to feel your, like he's part of the th- show still. But you, you, know? but you have a special ringtone when you text. Oh, I'm and sorry. I get, sorry. I, don't... And it's the, I knew it was you. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Anyway, whatever. Super Bowl rematch. Eagles win. Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Let's not even talk anymore. Oh, jeez. Podcast over. Jeez. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Uh, it was it was tough, and uh, you know what though? I really like the overhead tush push, uh, tush push cam. Um, I like that, and I also like the way, unlike Mike Tarico, who keeps calling it the brotherly shove, that Troy Aikman kind of dismissively calls it the tush push every time. I kind of, I'm pretty kinda sure Tarico's just embarrassed to say the word tush on national. Yeah, television. that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> hey. Just take it easy. He's a Syracuse guy. Oh, okay. I like Tariko. Hey, there I'm you just, go. Um, anything you have to say? I'm still going to make fun of him. Uh, Ando, right. any, so, any other uh, words you have to say about this sad uh, loss? Or... Well, the, I mean, uh, the uh, I don't know what the – I mean, the, the Eagles, I think, are the best team. But like I've said in one of our text chains a couple different times, they're the they're the team with the least amount of flaws, I think. I don't know if that makes they're a great team, and they can't. They can still be beaten, I think, but they have the least amount of flaws. They make the least amount of mistakes compared to other teams for the most part. I think they are the favorites. I mean, the Chiefs still got to figure something out. It's the it's three three games in a row that they've uh, been shut out in the second half, which is not a Chiefs team. I think I saw that from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two, they were only shut out twice in the second half in four years. And now they've done it three weeks in a row. So something's not right with the offense. And I mean, granted, it's the I think a lot of it's the drops, and they just eventually not having guys like Tyreek Hill are catching up to you. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see if the Chiefs can bounce back. I assume they will because they still have the best player on the planet. But I don't know. It was say the they, the, the Chiefs should have won that thing, but they found a way to lose, and the Eagles just don't make an, a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that's really all I can say. It was, I still thought it was a good game, but there's a couple of good games this weekend, but a lot, most of them didn't go the result I wanted, but we can get to that later. Well, <laughs> you know, what was not a good game, uh, except for Kellum and everyone who lives in Buffalo, New York, where it's cold as fuck. And they have two cars because they need a winter car. Cause the salt on the road eats the bottom of it. Um, <laughs> That's the, the, salt, the salt. The salt eats cars in Minnesota too, but we yeah. just go take ours to a car wash every once in a while. Oh, there you go. Well, that's what I was yeah, told when in, I went to Buffalo. They don't believe in washing things in Buffalo. Maybe I'm no. not sure. They just put Buffalo Wild Wing sauce on it. <laughs> um, the Jets were, of course, uh, de- destroyed, dismantled. Um, never even like could convert a third down. Terrible. 32 to six Zach Wilson was benched um and uh yeah I, oh the jet are the Jets my team do you guys want me to keep on talking about this game <laughs> I'm sorry I want to ask you one question about this game yes did you see the play where Sala took down Zach Wilson yes I did line? and if there is did any- you enjoy that um, I felt it was a beautiful metaphor. And now that we live in a world of memes and such, the fact that Wilson is coming down and then taking Sala down, but that Sala is like willingly 
kind of cradling him as he goes down, right? As though it's like this dysfunctional relationship that they have. Um, or okay, like I the, didn't see that. I didn't see this. What can you yeah. re- give an oh. explanation of what this was? Zach I didn't Wilson this. just I, went running into running off, you know, and uh, he ran into Sala. Yeah, actually, I think he got a first and down. Sala and oh. And as like Zach Wilson kind of runs it aside and, and, and Sala goes down with him and actually has his arm around him. So it looks like he slams him down <laughs> to the ground. Well, it could. It could also look like he's cradling him like he was trying to protect him. Like, yeah, I like the slamming know? part. But no, yeah, but yeah, you know, no. when I watched I watched most of that game, I must have missed that because like, I, I was going to say the metaphor for the whole game was when Zach Wilson tripped over the 10 yard line out oh, in the middle of the field. Was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> Tim Boyle, who I'm happy about because A, he's Irish. B, he wears the number seven. C, that reminds me of Ken O'Brien. And um, also, Ken O'Brien, six foot four, like myself when I was a little kid, I used to look at that card and I used to be like, I got to be as tall as Ken O'Brien. Um, so, whatever. Happens. It'll be, you know, you got you to, at this point, my team out of all of our teams is out of it. Definitely. The Jets are not going to make the playoffs unless there's some miracle and Boyle, everything just clicks and he can run this offense and the defense is inspired and they win all the rest of the game. I mean, it could happen, but at this point, I think the best thing they could do is try to play for next year, put in a lot of young people try to see what they can get going, try some new stuff, and I guess get ready for Aaron Rodgers next year. This motherfucker's not coming. Everybody is so crazy in Jets land that everyone's like, December 24th, Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. December 24th, that's, it's, that's when he's coming back. I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's remarkable. He's coming back. That means he has to come. He's going to train this day. and They have it all planned out, man. You couldn't believe it. And if the Jets were winning, no one would care. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they, they really would not. They would be talking about the Jets winning, but they're not. So that's all I got, folks. Sorry, Manny. No more winning. Um, <laughs> Poor, I feel so bad. Well, it's I been three like, games already, to, so you know what we had to do to deal with to listen. We had to do a hard knocks podcast. <laughs> we had to listen to Aaron Rodgers. We had to see photos of someone buying a new Aaron Rodgers jersey, and I'm <laughs> in my that was me. I know kitchen in check, and then four plays in, I'm like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, it's well, okay. How how different do you think it would be with Rodgers on the team? I, you know what? I have no idea, man. Because it seems like there's bigger problems than just Zach there. But maybe that's because Zach has been there the whole I, time. I don't know. I, I honestly, I have, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think. I it, worry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I worry about the O-line. Sorry, Axel. I, I, I worry about the O-line. And if Aaron would have been able to get through the season the way this O-line is. Well, he been. didn't. <laughs> no, I, I, no, but like, yeah, and no. it was the same. I mean, line. It, that's, that's take out, yeah, that's a great point. No, but take out the the weird Achilles thing, right? Just if he was one hundred percent healthy, you know, something, 
you know, because he he heard something was going on with his calf and stuff. And yeah, but if he was healthy, I, I don't even know if he would have made it through this season. But um, but that you know that's what it's all going to be thrown in. And with uh, you know Rogers being on McAfee and talking about how you know he wanted he, he's disappointed the way everything has gone and he wanted Zach to learn behind him and see how it's done, see how he does things. And everything now was, was thrown on Zach Wilson, but the the kid just can't play. I mean, he just, I don't think sitting behind Rogers two more years would have helped. No. And I believe Sala and the ownership, whatever they drafted him to overall. So they're going to try to, you know, get him as many opportunities, but they should have went out and got some sort of veteran other than Susan Boyle that they had. <laughs> they should have tried to get Dobbs. I mean, of not course. Flash. Yes. I'm not that's about a, that's Carson, a, Carson Wentz. that's another it, it, argument. Solo. Yeah. Yeah. They and, sacrificed and it their season for jet fans. Yep. It pisses me off. Cause you guys are diehard and you love your team no matter what. And they've been stinking and they had a chance. There was no, there was no um, emergency plan. What if Rogers goes down? What are we yeah, going to do? You know what, go though, with Zach Wilson? You know what? I, I, I have, I'll have to say this. If I really think about it, if Aaron Rodgers had played through the – I agree with you, Solo. I mean, if you look at the Jets offensive line, I saw today this little uh, blurb or whatever. Basically, an, a starting offensive lineman has gone out for the season in every single game this season. So – Oh, it's it's That's pretty insane. crazy. Yes, it's pretty nuts. Um, so there's no doubt that that would have had and has had a great effect on whoever was playing quarterback and how the offense could run and how they run block as well. You could see they've gotten worse and worse. Brees has not been busting a lot of uh, holes open. It's kind of difficult where there's like five defensive players in your grill. But um, Well, that's the thing. They're playing against... They're they're playing against the run. Go, oh, beat us, Zach Wilson, and that, yeah. you know, so you're not getting the ru- the rushing. That's what I'm that saying. I mean, I think that the team would be in better shape with Aaron Rodgers, and if we looked game to game, hell, they could be vying for uh, leading uh, the division right now if Aaron Rodgers was there. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers is no doubt a generational talent, right? Like he's one of mm-hmm. the best quarterbacks ever in the history of the NFL. So I think, yes, that does make a difference. But if, if it's, if it was, um, I don't know, Kyle Trask or something playing, I don't, I mean, who were they going to get? You know, like I can't think of somebody that they, they could have what Joe Flacco. No, I, I don't know that it would have been no, that different, but they should have you know? made a plan in the off season. I, d- I agree with you. Happens. I agree. But they went, they went this way, and I think that they could have signed Cooper Rush. It was Cooper Rush was a free agent. Hey, man, I'm all about the redheads, but I think it was yeah. about more about Joe Douglas than it was Sala. Sala two weeks ago was asked, "Why haven't you tried something else at quarterback?" After all, Zach Wilson is the backup. He's not the starting quarterback, so why wouldn't you? That would, of course, you can pull the backup and put someone else. And he basically said no comment. If you hear the audio of it, he just goes, um, yeah, I, 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 I really, I don't know what to say. I, I don't, I, mean, I don't have a know, comment. So he did what, not want what, him to be quarterback, right? I think so. That, that was pretty what, evident. Uh, 
some of what Solo was saying, I completely agree with because look at what the Vikings did when Cousins went down. They traded Dobbs, and all they gave up was a seventh round draft pick for him. The Jets didn't even try to do that. I mean, well, Dobbs would have been point. an upgrade over Zach. That's that's a good point. When you see the other things that are available, sometimes you do, you know, it it does. And with the weapons, with Brees and with uh, Garrett Wilson, um, you don't have much past that. Maybe Izzy looking looks good now. I don't know how much Lazard is going to light it up. But my hope for now is, look, that's the past, guys. We got to look towards the, the future. Play the play next up. Play the young guys. Don't win a lot of games the rest of the season. Get a good draft pick. Maybe get another quarterback. It's supposed to be a quarterback heavy draft next year, unless they do the QB only draft like I proposed. <laughs> I have a lunch with some owners on Thursday. It's on Thanksgiving. Nice. I got to squeeze it in there. It's a Zoom you thing. You got off the phone with Kyle Trask. You <laughs> gave me the phone with Kyle Trask. <laughs> Kyle um, but uh, that's all I have to say. Let's talk about Cowboys. Uh, not much, too much to say. Looking great again. Hey. You know what, man? Let me tell you, Dak, thank you. I am now the leading points leader in our fantasy football league, as well as only having one defeat. Thank you mostly to Dak Prescott. So go Cowboys. All right. Yeah, I just want to say, too, uh, Heath Solo squad that scored 200 points last week and scored 188 this week. It's just saying. Up. It's coming up. Watch out. I know. Watch I know. out. I know. And I lost Joe Burrow and Nick Chubb. Watch out. Um, I know. No, uh, the only thing I'm going to say I have a, is Duran Bland got his fourth interception for a touchdown this season, which Ando reminded me I believe it ties in a record or BTK might have. Um, I don't yeah, know if I it, think was, it was a. Yeah, I think Brett was that, but yeah, I think it tied an NFL. Yeah, record. Brett did. Yeah, tied an NFL record, which is absurd because he was playing the slot and he's now playing on the outside because Diggs got hurt. And the kid, fifth-round pick from Fresno State last year, what a what a find. Um, but this is what I'm going to say. Okay, say it. If this was Philly, Philly beating Carolina, everyone would be talking how dominant Philly is. Cowboys beat a bad team. Well, that's what they do, and then they lose to the good teams, which is true. But that's true, though, Solo. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. So... <laughs> then we got I don't, I don't know freaking Axel. Uh, I'm gonna skip a little head. The Lions, the Lions come back. Wait a second. Bears. Wait, wh- why are you skipping what? over the cow? You're not gonna talk about Be- the Cowboys? No, because the, is, this is relevant. Circle back well, I'm gonna here. say if, oh, okay, he, if you okay, freaking okay. give me okay. a chance, Mister yeah, Time, I, I see where you're going I, here. I yeah, will be able to circle. go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shut okay. your mouth. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? <laughs> Jeez, we need BTK here to. Oh we, my, I know. On your better right? behavior when it's, he's around. Because I'm fearful. <laughs> I'm fearful. So I yes, know. Yes. <laughs> okay, no. So what, what I'm getting at. Oh, God. Love you guys. What I'm getting at is the Lions <laughs> playing the Bad Bears, play like crap, golf, three turnovers. True. And then they come back and win, right? And everyone's hailing the Lions. If the Cowboys did that against the Panthers, they'd be crapping all over them for not dominating them. It's it's like a it's it's a lose-lose situation for Cowboys. And a lot of it is ESPN. They just do not like the Cowboys. <laughs> Thank God they hired Marcus Spears. Well, it's uh, expectations, right? Expectations. There's you know that's well, Lions put, more out of the but, Cowboys. But the Lions shouldn't get a free pass. I they're a good team, but 
they're all hailing the comeback of the Lions. What, what what's the difference? I, I, I mean, so you know, granted, yeah, the Cowboys won on the road, lost to the Niners and the Eagles, uh, and they they beat up on these bad teams. That's why I'm not really talking about the game because it's you know it, it is what it is. They're passing more now. I think they realize they they can't be that run first team that McCarthy wanted because the 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 idiots didn't go get a a real running back and they thought an injured Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle and and and, and Deuce Vaughn would have would have you know they would have had a great running game but they they misevaluated which is sad uh, and that's going to hurt them when they play the good teams which it has already so you know. Good Cowboys win. Let's go win it on Thanksgiving. But you know mm-hmm. what? You know, until they beat the Eagles or the Niners, or I, I already know they're going to lose to the Lions later in the year. Uh, so it's just going to be, we're going to go play Atlanta or New Orleans round one. And then you get your chance probably to play Philly in the divisional round. And that's where I'll be all in because I believe they can beat Philly, but we'll see. Then they'll lose to the Niners. But Anyway, that's it for the Cowboys. I'm done. The Cowboys will beat the Lions solo. Oh, hot take. Okay. Coming that's out. A, the Lions the have, Minnesota. you guys know, I've been down on the Lions compared to most people. I think they're a good team, but their defense is not that good. And their their Cowboys defense will will hurt hurt that team. I, I don't I'm, just, think that, I'm scared of the running. I'm scared of Gibbs and Montgomery against the Cowboys defense. I don't think that's the Lions match scared. up very well against the Cowboys at all. So I I'm also down right on the Lions. Though. So yeah. But the, okay. the Lions, speaking of the Lions being the darling, it's a lot like the New York Giants were last year. The, the Giants were the darlings and they should not have been either. I don't think the Lions should be either. So it's, I'm not, I'm, the Lions are better than the Giants were last year, but I, I there's a lot of, ESPN hype for the same same type of things that I don't necessarily think it's earned. I think a lot of it's yeah. with everybody loves Campbell and all that, which I get because he's awesome. So yeah, That's yeah, awesome. honestly, yeah, honestly, I used to. And me and Axel, we've talked about this off camera or off mic, but and and we probably mentioned this as well. But I used to be the first thing I used to do when I wake up, throw on ESPN. I would have mm-hmm. it on all day, all that. Now I just I think after they did those firings and a lot of good personalities left and everything's SVP and Stephen A, it, it's just, I, well, I had a hard time once they switched to the, the whole uh, hot take culture and the, everything yeah. needs to be debated. And when I was in college, I remember turning on ESPN at like six in the morning, whatever time it was, we got up and they would rerun sports center all day until noon. We just left SportsCenter play all morning and watch. I mean, it would be on in the background yeah. for five hours every day. Yeah. And no. yeah, I don't, I cannot, besides watching a game, I don't remember the last time I watched ESPN. Yeah. I, it, it's just, it's changed so much. And I, I do like Greeny. Um, I've always liked him. I miss Mike and the Mike and Mike in the morning. I do miss that show. Then they tried to do it with Golick and Wingo. And it was just two really old middle-aged men that <laughs> were just kind of lost and that that ended pretty quick i do like greeny and that get up once in a while i like except rex ryan kept saying that zach wilson is going to get better every week and he'll be there for the playoffs so um that didn't quite work out rex but uh (laughs) you know it's fine it's fine it's just they hate the cowboys we just can't stop going back to zach wilson sorry axel i know i know ryan clark (laughs) though i do like ryan clark he's actually 
I think out of them all, the one that that's tells it like it is and goes based on what he sees and everything versus everyone just saying, okay, we got to hate, we got to hate these teams. You know, we got to kiss this butt and hate this butt. So anyway, I, I have that, to tell that, you guys, I was never an ESPN fan. I've always been a talk radio or podcast sports person. Um, oh, though I will say this. So for 10 years, you've been listening to podcasts. That's it. No, back, I know. Just, <laughs> back in the day, I did like the sports reporters. When I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. And you remember that? Around the sports the reporters? Oh, I love sports. Remember, he right. solo did his sports reporter Cowboys take early yep. in the year. Remember? So right. there was some of that back in the day, but it's been a while for me. So, But I see where you're coming from. Speaking of seeing where I'm coming, coming. from, let's see where Ando's coming from. When he talks about the historically genius quarterback, the Albert Einstein of the NFL coming up short as the Broncos defeat his fair Vikings. Yeah, the uh, the old pastronaut came back down to earth this weekend, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I kind of I ran out of some of my I ran out of that Kool Aid I was drinking last week solo, so I got it all cleaned up. And <laughs> no. It's, it's, no, I'm st- I'm actually still I'm still pretty high on this team. I mean, early in the season, I I remember the first well when they were one and four or whatever it was. I kept saying if they stopped turning the ball over, it was a good team, and they stopped turning it over and they won five in a row. Well, Monday Sunday night they had three turnovers, and that's really the difference in the game again. They're they're uh, I mean they're the running game actually showed signs of life for the first time. Denver's not a very good run defense. Unfortunately, they have two half great backs. Ty Chandler, awesome runner, 10 carries, 73 yards. But the Dobbs pick was caused because he missed a block and Dobbs got smoked and the ball went lobbed into an interception. That was 100% because of Chandler missed the block. And then there's Alexander Madison, who is an excellent pass blocker but an average runner and who also had another key fumble that basically could have sealed the game if he had a, could have held on to the game, held on to the ball at the time. So the running game was a problem. They still, they really, it was really exposed this week. They need to stretch the field without Jefferson there. They haven't had, it's kind of like what you were saying about, oh, I don't remember who it was, but who had all the short passes that I don't think Dobbs has completed a pass Pittsburgh, over 15. Yeah. yeah. Penny Pickett. I don't think Dobbs has completed a pass over 15 or 16 yards since he's been the starter. So they just they need they need a deep threat back and they without JJ they just don't have it. I mean, yeah. and luckily luckily he did say this week my health is way more important than you winning your fantasy games. So I'm guessing <laughs> he, he might not be back this week either. But I mean, they're still sitting at the seven seed in this playoffs, and I mean, five wins in a row is still five wins in a row against some pretty good teams in there. So I'm not I'm not jumping off the bandwagon by any means but it was it was a tough loss it was and it actually was a good game I didn't really hate losing the game cuz it wasn't besides the turnovers they it wasn't terrible so I think there's still potential to make the playoffs here but it was a tough loss in a tough environment so I'm not going to I'm not I'm just going to let this one go in the rearview mirror and not look back I I'd, I'd rather have this than some of those losses last year they had like to the Cowboys where they just got absolutely bitch stomped so I mean a close loss is. <laughs> I mean, stop. <laughs> Sorry, I is that, that, is that the sequel time. to Romper Stomper where Russell Crowe <laughs> oh, bitch stomped? Yes, it's the straight to Netflix one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still even though it was a loss, I'm not I'm not completely crushed by it. So, yeah, on well, to better things, hopefully. <laughs> yep. 
That's a good attitude to have, Ando. Let's go on to better things. Solo, you already kind of gave your lion's take, right? Or do we need yeah. to talk? Yeah. And, no, um, no. Well, we started off the week with the Cincinnati Ravens game, which would, did not live up to the hype. The Bengals-Ravens, uh, unfortunately, Joey B out for the season now. That oof. was really tough. Um, it's sad to see. We'll miss watching you, especially in the playoffs. That guy, I mean, man, him and Chase and T Higgins, man, they just had a magic and it will be, it's, it's a, it's not as fun NFL without the Burmeister, Joey cool playing. And, um, you know, when he went down on my judging by just my Facebook friends and that kind of thing, almost somebody always, when there's a major injury, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Kirk cousins or something like that, somebody will comment on it and there will always be people that'll be like, ha ha. I hated him anyways. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that uh, once on Burrow. No, no. Right. Everyone will, Loves Burrow. It sucks yeah. that he's out. Yeah, yeah. And we thought, and it looked like Lamar Jackson might be out too at one point too. That's what this whole game was marred by. Like it was like everybody wanted to just see them duel, but it was mm-hmm. like one guy would get hurt, go out, and then they okay. Oh nope, now Burrow's out. Okay, and then the Raven just took over the game after Burrow went out, and it was just there. There was no chance there, and they just yeah. I mean. Once again, we're getting, you know, we're getting all these great quarterbacks that we, we don't have many of going down. Yep. And it's just like, who's going to be the last man standing? That's, I mean, that it, might be who just, wins this year. Seriously, it could I be know. like, because I know they've been talking about Jalen Hurts and That's how he, you know, yeah. he seemed healthier, but is he really, you know. And Gino, I think, got banged up too, didn't he? Is he even playing this oh, weekend? Oh, he got yeah. walloped, man. He yeah. may not play Thursday. He got yeah. walloped. Yeah. Him and Kenneth Walker out. So yep. maybe yep. a little gambling on the Niners. Our, uh, Niners, Cowboys, ooh. Lions. Oh, there you Three go. Three-team teaser. Three, oh, three-team yeah. Three teaser. Triple yeah, T. Triple, triple T. Um, triple T. The Jaguars did uh, battle back, and uh, our man Will Levis is not maybe doing as well as he was <laughs> no. earlier. <laughs> Um, no, and that depresses me. But yeah, man, what's happened to Derrick Henry too? Is he? I mean, he can't run. They're not. I know. I, mean, I haven't watched many Titans games. No, um, it looks like it's that. As my ride's almost here, if you can hear the siren in the background, oh. we just you know we get two of those. <laughs> I think that time is passed. You know, the time his time is passed. So unless they're saving him for the playoffs, which they better start playing better. Well, if they, they, make the playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> they need a hell of a run here to finish out. Yeah. So no, I yeah. think they're. Uh, you know, I wonder if, you know, Rabel, I mean, he did what he did last year. I mean, they had Dobbs. They signed him real quick. You see that mm-hmm. they, Ando, do you love seeing their parent, the parents of Dobbs? And they look like they, I mean, they're at every game. Uh-huh. They pack his house. They they take care of their son. But they just look like very smart doctor engineers that don't show no emotion. It's yep. just like, I would love to see them cheer. But anyway, um <laughs> Rabel. I mean, because one of the t- topics, real quick, is we talk about how bad the quarterback position is, especially the backups, and some of these starters wouldn't be starting in years past. But how many actually good coaches do we actually have, guys? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the question, thing. That's so a well. handful. That's yep. a handful. And that's why the Mike McCarthy's of the world are getting jobs, re getting jobs, because honestly, people like, 
you know, and, and the whole thing is, I believe, I believe in hiring minority coaches, the best candidate. I mean, it, it's been the old boys club for a while, but if there's just not any good ones coming up, no matter yeah. what race, it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that's what creates that's it. It's the incestuous way that, you know, Bill Belichick's has his son coach, you know, I mean, that, I think that's a lot. Yeah, no, no, of... no. And that's a different for a different day. Yeah. I'm not saying that's why, but I'm also saying that, yeah, I mean, believe me, especially black head coaches have not gotten a good t- I remember one time Jerry Jones did a phone, a quick phone interview with Denny Green just to to to, to abide by the Rooney rule, which I hated. It's like, seriously, you knew you were going to hire stupid ass Wade Phillips. But, you know, it, and it Denny just, Green it, turned out to be a damn good coach. That would have been a great yeah. hire for the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. So, I, I mean, who knows? I, th- I think that would have been the I believe that was after Minnesota, though. That it happened, yeah. Oh, it could be. It was after. No, it was after. But I was like, bring Denny Green in. He did what, you know. Anyway, I I hear what you're saying, Axel. But I'm just saying, even if these head coaches are so bad or not or average, I mean, maybe that's tainting getting young people hired, you know, give it because, I mean, once you know McVeigh's treat McVeigh goes to the Super Bowl, then everyone wants the assistance. Same thing with Philly last year, you know. So, but I mean, what 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 do we, what do we got? You know, and, and even with Belichick having a down year. But I will say this: if you look at history of great coaches, look at their quarterbacks. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they had an elite quarterback. So mm-hmm. it just goes to show you, even the best coaches like a Belichick, if you don't have the right personnel. But there's there's some bad coaching out there, and we we all know that. So it, it, it's just it needs to get fixed somehow, and we well, need to. I gotta know, hire you, so these coaches better. Jerry, hey, you know what's out? No, nah, I'd be awful. I'd be awful. Well, let's see. Would you? <laughs> let's talk about. I don't know how our picks went last week, and uh, <laughs> well, let's just say it was not a great week for us overall. No. Again. <laughs> Um, Axel, you actually looked like you were going to run away with it early. You won six out of your first seven, I know. and then you uh, lost six out of your last seven. Yeah. <laughs> so you finished at seven and seven, but won the week. I was six and eight, and Brett and Heath both have finished at five and nine. So oh. everything, the standings actually tightened up. So Solo is still leading uh, with 86 wins. Brett and Axel are now tied with 83, only three games back, and I'm four games back at 82 wins so it's uh it's gotten tight so it's uh nice and that should, that should make for a fun rest of the season and as far as highlights um actually the reason you had such a great week you had three Rivas islands correct ravens bears and steelers mm. solo had the bills and i shamefully took the eagles and they got they got me a Rivas island so i'm going to take it even there though i go we know our thoughts on the eagles Wrong, wrong, Rebus Islands. Brett took the cards, and Axel took the Titans, which didn't didn't fare so well. No. But the uh, let's see what else we got. Um, oh, there was five games. We all picked the same. I remember we talked about that. We finished two and three on those, so not terrible, but not great. And um, let's see. We, this week we have. Oh, well, that's that's pretty much an overview of last week. Does anybody have any? You guys have any comments on that, or should we just flush that one down the toilet and move on? Yeah, I just I just want. Oh, sorry, Axel. No, that's uh, no. I, I was just going to say, not the best of weeks. Yeah, and I want to say, oh, is my picks have been awful. 
Um, and yeah, I could have so ran away with this. I want a thing, refund. I've had some. I had some <laughs> bad. I've had some bad weeks. It's been. It's been a difficult year. I'm the three-time champ in the oh, the pick and pool that I do with some friends of just picking the without the lines. And I'm even. I'm, I'm in like third place with that, which I, I've. I haven't done done very oh, well. Oh, I usually dominate. So pick it's been, pool it's been with your friends. Solo. Are we in that pool? Are Are you in that pool, Ando? I guess we're not uh, your friends, Solo. I don't. I don't well, believe actually, I am. But they're not actually. Let me. They're Glenn's friends, not oh, really okay. mine. They've become oh, mine through <laughs> yeah. fantasy, but they're yeah, not Glenn's like friends. My guys. That sounds like but a I band. Do, I do. I do love. Them. That should be <laughs> yeah, our. I do. Love, I do wedding like band. I do like Glenn's friends. They're good. Good fellas. Oh, good fellas. Uh, good for Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, this has been hard. Yeah. This has been a tough year. But well, for us to all be over 500, I think it's pretty That's what I was going to say. Thank yeah. you, Solo. That is what I was going to say. We're all over 500. That's awesome. Yep. That is That's, very good. That's good news. And we're getting, we're going to do better this week. There, and we got a full slate this week. There are no buys. So we got 16 games. To play, and, starting uh, with uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, well, and ten of the sixteen games are divisional matchups this week. Oh, so ooh, we could see some unpredictability. Ooh, so, oh, oh, oh. let me oh, oh, consult oh, my charts. All right, hit it, Zando. So let's do 66. it. Sixty-six. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's yeah. Thursday morning. <laughs> First game on Thanksgiving morning is uh, the Packers going to Detroit. Then the Packers are Packers are not favored. The Lions are favored by seven and a half. And this is the second matchup between them this year. The previous one, the Lions won at Lambeau 34 to 20. They kind of blew them away in week four at Lambeau. So um, I will be going first, then solo. Then uh, AI Brett has sent in his picks. And then Axel will be last. Oh, and uh, Brett has... uh, Stepped up his game. Oh. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, All right. Oh, shit. See, the last time I AI'd, I got ripped to shreds by <laughs> Axel. So I'm hoping that we there's time to rip BTK. He's not here, so he gets his balls busted. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going first, and Lions by seven and a half. I, Lions have the Packers number they have the last couple of times. It's a lot of points, but I'm I I cannot trust this Packers team. I think the Lions are going to outscore. They may not. Lions may still score some points, but or the Packers may still score some points, but the Lions are going to easily cover. Um, I agree with you, Ando. I think the Lions and Detroit fans have been waiting for this moment—a Thanksgiving Day game where they're actually favored. And they have a good team. It's been a while. We've had quarterbacks like Charlie Batch, Mike McMahon, Scott Mitchell, mm. a lot of bad Joey Harrington, a lot of bad Lions. Eric Kramer, Rodney Pete. Well, oh, you know, I like Rodney Pete, but yeah, you're right. Eric Kramer did beat the Cowboys in their last, the Lions' last oh. playoff win in 1991. Oh, uh, Eric Kramer torched us. Anyway. Uh, Steve Berline started that game for the Cowboys, just to let you guys know. Aikman was hurt, came in, but it wasn't enough. Uh, so there's my Cowboys flashback, presented by Cufflinks. <laughs> right. um, but I think this is this is national TV Lions statement day, and I think I think they're going to crush the Packers, especially because it's the Packers and it's at home. It's Thanksgiving. They're going to win by two touchdowns. 
Well, this is the first, the communication I got from Brett. Here's what he says before we start. I made an actual haiku for each game. Oh, love it. it. First up, soft Wisconsin cheese will ruin your casserole. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm taking Detroit. Yes. Rest on fire. We may not have to rib them. I'm going with everybody else for every reason you said. Lions here, big time, going to be a show. Okay, so low at first Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys. They're hosting the Commanders. Cowboys are favored by 11. And this is their first meeting of the season. They have not played yet yes. so far. They have not, and they end the season with them in Washington. Um, I, You know, I, I was supposed to do some research on this, and I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Ando, do you remember Do you remember who the Cowboys played on Thanksgiving last year by any chance? Um, Probably the not. Giants? While I speak. Was it the Giants? I think you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, to be honest, in the Dak Prescott era, I should have this research. It's Giants. Was the Giants. They beat the Giants yep, 28-20. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. They were The Giants were hurt again, and they only beat them by eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and the year before that, I believe they lost to the Raiders in overtime. It, it hasn't been all roses in the Prescott era Ooh. on Thanksgiving, I don't think. <laughs> 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 Funky smell, don't you think? But, you know, so it, it's tough being on a short week. Yeah, the Cowboys are more used to it because uh, they have to do it every year. But I just feel like this game is going to be closer uh, it could be, I mean, that Panthers game was close. It was 17-10 for a while, and then they, you know, blew the doors open late. But I just, you know, Washington seems to play the Cowboys tough. So I'm actually taking the Commanders plus the points. Uh, I think the Cowboys will win, but not cover. Brett says, Madden Turducken will put up a bigger fight than the Commodores. I take Dallas. Ooh. Oh, I like it. Is he counting the I take part as part of the haiku? He kind of no, should. That's right? me. No? That's oh, just that's me you. saying it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that's interesting the way you said I. You're like, sorry, I, I was take. I was in character, Axel. What I am know, I supposed to do? Yeah, I let Axel let it's let deep. Andrew it's perform. Method. It's method. It's <laughs> yes, method. I'm into it. Uh yeah, it's just a question of the I'm line. I'm recording here. from my basement just so I can channel Brett completely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, take the handcuffs off when you're done. <laughs> it's just about the line here. The Cowboys are going to win this game. I trust Solo, so I'm going with the commies. Whoa, you don't trust me. Bob <laughs> Time, though, you trust because you always, when Brett picks, it's like stop the world. Brett's picking. He's the master. I oh, hope he picks um, nope, the same game. I'm so I'm here. glad you didn't, you went against him for once. Thank you. I just, God, the, the commanders suck. And I don't like taking this many points, but I, I still, I think I'm higher on the Cowboys than you are solo, so I'm taking the Cowboys. I think they win this one easy. Next yeah, up. I hope you're right. hope you're right. We've got the uh, 49ers are going to Seattle. The 49ers are favored by seven, and it's also their first meeting of the year. And Brett says, Purdy being back means Heath deliverance jokes. Give me the Niners. <laughs> oh, you Purdy mouth. Who's playing quarterback for Seattle? Well, 
if Gino doesn't go, it's Drew Locke. Okay. Who came Oof. in. And who this came is in against the Rams. This is the th- the night game. Yes, this on, is yes, they're in Thanksgiving. The okay. So Thanksgiving we got Packers Lions, Commies Cow. Not a bad, not a great not great, but not bad. Um It's it's great, Axel, just on paper, the team names. Like with history. Ooh, you know, Red Commies, Cowboys, Packers also three Lions, divisional games, Hawks, so Hawks, Niners. Yeah. You know, Richard Sherman versus Michael Crabtree. I mean, you know, it's but the teams itself, it's very one sided on the three. You just drop a Michael Crabtree reference. I, I that's what I always think of when I think of Thanksgiving. Oh, so <laughs> Gino Pete Carroll says Gino will play on Thanksgiving night. So um what's the line? Seven, but man, they you know, this is a divisional game. They could surprise him. Uh you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to go with my Gino here. I'm going to take my Gino. I'm kind of a sucker for him. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say that the Seahawks uh, are not defeated by more than seven points. Well, oh, you want you want to go first? Oh no, you Andy's next. <laughs> no, I was going to say, well, Andy, you're next. <laughs> okay. Well, th- th- thanks for the intro. That was perfect. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was, trying. I was trying. You know what? 49ers are healthy. They're more than a touchdown better than the Seahawks. 49ers cover on the road. You know, I I normally I would agree with Axel because he is right how these divisional games, especially, you know, I've noticed it in the AFC West or is it even the West anymore? <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Um games like Rams Seahawks are always close and Niners Rams are close and McVay Shanahan and all, but uh, Seattle isn't the team of last year. They're just not. And they've burnt me a couple of times, uh, in betting. And I, you know, normally in Seattle, I'd be like, but I, I can't see, I, I think the Niners like the lions are going to want to make a statement on the road. And, I, I, I just can't bet on Seattle right now. I think the Niners are, are starting to really click again. They had their little lull, but they're going to be, they're healthy and ready to rock. The Purdy and his Purdy mouth is going to, uh, they're going to cover in Seattle. So next up, we have the uh, Black Friday game for the first time ever. And uh, Axel, you can tell us how how are your uh, beloved Jets going to fare when they host the Miami Dolphins, and the Dolphins are favored by ten. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins here, Ando, and we know why. The Jets are hapless at this point, and I hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think it's going to be not the not a very fun game to watch unless you're Tyreek Hill catching. Uh, like 15 balls for like 275 yards and three touchdowns kind of person, which I am. So I'm going to have a fun time watching it. So go dolphins. Lock yeah, lock I'm is going to be happy. I'm thinking this is going to be the uh, game where actually, after I've eaten all kinds of Turkey and drank a bunch of wine that I'll be taking an early nap during this one. Cause I, the dolphins, I think are going to, yeah, dolphins. <laughs> I'll just leave <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of wine, a lot of wine. Yeah. Uh, 
I think the Dolphins not covering against the Raiders last week was not good. Uh, I think everyone and their mother had the Dolphins, and they should have at home. They don't cover against the Raiders. I think being the national TV, it's all about national TV this week, folks. Prime, I don't know if Al's making the trip. I guess he is. He deserves a day off, but um, I think the Dolphins, I, you know, I've, I've taken the Jets a lot more than I would like to admit this year, and I just can't do it here. And I'm going the Dolphins, and I think they're going to try to run up the score. I have a weird feeling it's going to be close at times, but I just don't know with Susan Boyle. I, I, yeah. I honestly don't know what we're going to get. So give me the fins. Lachlan, just be nice to your dad. He'll be nice to you, but if you have to do a little waddle dance here and there, it's fine. It's accepted, but I think your Dolphins are going to hit it big this week. 14 well, have teaser. Heard, have you heard uh, Boyle's college stats, stat line? In his career, one touchdown and 13 picks. I don't know how this guy got an NFL How was he in the NFL? I don't know. A, Look at oh, his Jets, college statistics. It's insane. Good in the, good in the locker room and, and in the <laughs> must training be. room. <laughs> Well, and his, his last American college songs. his last college year was 2015. So I don't what the did he go to I don't Canada know. or the XFL or something? That I don't. I just have his college stats here. I don't know what he must have played somewhere. I mean, he had to. No, have. he's been in the NFL. He's been in the NFL that whole time. How what did he hell? even? I don't understand how he made a team after. Yeah, it's I, it's weird. I, I don't understand either. That's college quarterback from UConn, no less. Oh. Yeah. Was his name Tim Boyle? Yep. Yeah, Tim, not Susan. You called him Susan. I don't remember his real name. Yeah, Boy, 19 career Lions? starts is all. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's 29. Yeah. All right. Uh, what does Brett have to say? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Brett says, well, Axel and Brett harken back to 98. The Dolphins win big. Oh, yep. Wow. True that. <laughs> That was a true one. Thanks, Brett. Well, he went undrafted. A little Timothy Kevin Boyle, born in 1994. Uh, he played college football at UConn in Eastern Kentucky, where he went undrafted in the 2018 draft. He played for the Packers, Lions, Bears, and Jets. Um, he, uh, you know, there's not much else. I don't know how he, how he got a job. After being it's, that lousy, it's it's weird. That's that's part of why I can't take. Oh, okay, so this is why the Packers signed him, undrafted free agent, and had an impressive preseason. So maybe in uh, 2018 he had such a great preseason he did make the 53 man roster behind Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Kaiser. So say, remember him? Uh huh. So basically, wow. he's buddies with A. Rodgers. Why he's there? Yep. All we right, just figured gentlemen. it out, guys. Let's keep it moving, boys. We got a lot of games to pick. Okay. All right. All right. Next up, the, oh, uh, the game of the week: the two and eight Patriots at the three and eight Giants. The Patriots are favored by three on the road, and this is me. And does any who is who's starting for the Pats at quarterback? Does anybody know? Uh, yeah. Belichick's not going to announce it till Sunday morning. Yep. Well, even though the Pats are favored, I refuse to take the Giants, so I'm taking the Pats. I, I don't like either team here, but. You know, I think if you're going to pick the Giants, 
if you didn't pick him last week and Brett's stupid pool, this might be the week for the fact that Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham will start. I don't believe Mac Jones is going to start, guys. That's the word on the street. My sources tell me he's going to be benched. But, I mean, the Pats have a better team than the Giants. So I got to go with the Pats. I just, I don't know about this game. What does IA Brett say? I don't know who wins. The Patriots are two and eight. Home team getting points. So Brett takes the Giants. Ooh, the Giants, huh? Well, I'm going to agree with you, gentlemen. I think that the Patriots are going to be triumphant by more than three points. Giants are just <laughs> so right. bad. They're the worst team in the league, I think. But then maybe DeVito, Danny DeVito's illegitimate son is good. Who knows? I think they're doing a get shorty be cool. Huh? Twins. <laughs> it's shorty. not a tumor. Twins. It's twins. <laughs> Wasn't that kindergarten cop? But anyway, I know what you're saying. Yes, it was. God, how okay. do I know that? I, I'm, a, I'm a dork. <laughs> okay, it's steel, solo Steelers are favored at, on the road at Cincinnati by one. Oh. Well, you know, I mean, this line would be totally different if Burrow was playing. Um, I would totally, totally be all Bengals if he was. But guess what? He's not. Um, Steelers aren't good. Browning's playing with the Bengals. You know, in honor of Joe Burrow or honor of Ahus, which way do I go? I mean, normally I would root Burrow, but the Steelers... I'm going to, unfortunately, I have to take the Steelers on this one. I just don't know with Browning. Tom Browning, is he coming back from the Reds pitcher from the 80s, coming back to quarterback? Uh, I'm going I'm going the Steelers on this one. Well, Brett says, uh, Mike Tomlin's daughter is a gymnast at Georgia. Good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Brett takes pit. <laughs> He's been saving that all year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very nice. Yeah, I think the Steelers are going to get that uh, new coach fired smell boost. And um, yeah, Bengals are not looking good without Joe Burrow. So no, that is a team that that is just like you talk about, like with Zach Wilson, right? Like, look at that. Joe Burrow goes out. Yep. This is where you are. Well, at least Browning hasn't stunk for two years and. Uh, we know he can't play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's besides it's, the point. Yeah, yeah. The I, I mean, I want to take I want to take the Bengals here because I don't think changing the Steelers coordinator. I mean, they've been outgained in yardage every single game this year, and yet they're still six and four. There, it's it's amazing. So, I mean, I still think the I think the Steelers are still going to win this. The Bengals just they're gonna they're gonna make life a living hell for Browning, and yeah, it's Steelers are going to take it. Mm. Next up, let's see. We have Jacksonville is favored on the road against the Texans. And the Texans, they've already played once this year in week three, and the Texans won big 37 to 17 the first time they played. Ooh. So Jags are favored on the road this time against the Texans. And Brett says the MVP will struggle. Jaguars get revenge. He takes Jacksonville. Hmm. 
Ooh. Well, the Jags bounce back with a win over the Titans, and the uh, Texans were able to defeat the Cardinals last week. This is shaping up to be an interesting game to watch on Sunday morn. Um, and I'm going to take my man, CJ. I'm Texan strong, baby. Ooh. Yeah, I'm still not, even though the Jags had a nice little bounce back last week, I'm still not sold on them. I'm, I have pumped the brakes all the way to the floor on the Jags. So <laughs> I, I'm taking CJ as well on the Texans. Yeah, baby. Rock it out, Ando. I jumped on the CJ train late, and I'm glad I did. However, <gasps> I do think Trevor Lawrence Ooh. is going to come through this week, <gasps> and I believe that <gasps> the Texans struggled more with the Cardinals than what was in the stat line. Uh, and I'm going Jags. Their brakes are pumped, but you know what? Not this week. CJ's going to look like a rookie for the first time this year. Oh. I'm taking the Jags. Solo speaks and the world <laughs> listens. Just the, the murder at the end of the world <laughs> after that. Pick. Ooh, I'm watching that episode <laughs> three tonight. Ooh, good. Hit That's me. Good. Okay, Axel. The Tampa oh. Bucks are oh. going to play at Indianapolis. The Colts are favored by two and a half. Wow, what a game. Gardner Minshew against that little guy from the commercials. <laughs> In the sitcom that we developed for the him. Sitcom <laughs> for him. <laughs> Baker's Mayfield. Um, I am... <laughs> I mean, what can you say about this game? Not exactly the most exciting thing in the world. I was looking at some Colts stats. It's like they're the most mediocre team of mediocre ever, right? Like they're five and five. The they're Bucks, aggressively average. Yes, they are. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Um, yes. They're wearing a sweater vest. The Bucks are. Uh, it might be a cardigan. Yeah, that's true. Might be. Have some stripes. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. Um, you. It's okay. The Bucks are trying and you know what i think they're gonna try and succeed i'm taking the bucks yeah i don't god i just yeah the colt like i said the colts are aggressively average i just don't nothing about that team excites me and i don't like giving having them points there so i'm i'm gonna take the bucks i still think the bucks can be decent and i like their chances here when they're not favored so bucks Bucks on the road. Colts coming off a bye. It's, the Bucks haven't been good, guys, uh, since they beat Minnesota in Week One. They, re- I mean, they really haven't. But you know, uh, Baker versus Minshew. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Even though this game's crappy, I like those two quarterbacks. Not because they're good, just because I like them. Um, but I'm going. I'm going. With Garner Minshew in his bomber jacket, sweats, drinking a beer, punching his dad at the airport. Let's go Colts. They win by a field goal. Oh, sorry. I got a wrong tab there for a second. Colts. Okay. What's the city's name? It's Tampa, not Tampa Bay. This is relevant. Brett takes the Colts. (laughs) 
That's why right. I, when I when I did the game when I said I had read this one ahead of time here while we were doing it, I saw Brett was ranting about <laughs> Tampa not being not being Tampa Bay, so that's why I called him the Tampa Bucks earlier. So just because uh, I I don't want to feel Brett's wrath because he's obviously very upset about Tampa Bay being called Tampa Bay and not Tampa. No, I, I never knew that about him. So oof. I, you know, I'm <laughs> glad I uh, took the Colts. Well, here we go again with another game of the week. The one and nine <laughs> Panthers are traveling to Tennessee to play the three and seven Titans. Titans are favored by three and a half. And wow, is this game. I can't in good conscience take the Panthers. I don't think, I don't think, um, what's his name? And I can't blank in on his quarter, the quarterback, Stroud, not Stroud. Um, who's right, the quarterback? Right young. Yeah, young. Uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if Bryce Young is going to make it through the through the season here. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Titans, even though it's the points. God, I just don't like it. I'll take the Titans. I'm with you, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> Ando. Oh, um, that's my I alter think, ego. Yes, yes, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> will Levis has struggled as we talked about, but I think this will be the Derrick Henry coming out party. Watching a full Panthers game against the Cowboys, Frank Reich should be on the list of getting fired. I know they just hired him, but the Panthers are bad. And Adam Thielen can catch some first downs. Chubba Hubbard can get a few yards in the first quarter, but that's about it. They commit a lot of penalties. Their defense is bad. Their O-line stinks. I think Tennessee is going to dominate this game. I would only take the Panthers if it was seven or seven and a half. So uh, I don't. I'm with you. I don't feel confident taking uh, even three and a half points with the Panthers. I know for the Titans, you could see it being a field goal game, but nah, Levis against the Panthers. I'm going Titans all the way. Well, this point spread suggests that Tennessee's not garbage, but they are. They are. Brett takes Carolina. Damn. Brett is coming Brett. on strong. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's his. He, Arthur Smith, feed him some more chicken soup for his soul. Um, <laughs> though I kind of agree with him, I'm also going to take the Titans because the Panthers are really bad. They're badder. <laughs> badder to the bone. Badder to the do, bone. Do, 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 do. Next up, we've got a clash of uh, a- NFC South teams, the Saints and the Falcons are hooking up for the first time this season. The Falcons are at home, and the Saints are favored by one. And I really said that confusing, so hopefully you followed everything solo. Yeah, no, I I, I, got, I, I printed it out. I actually have a oh, sheet yeah. in front of me Perfect. for the first time this year, or maybe the second time. Um, this, is, this is a battle for the division. Uh, Brett was ready to walk off the ledge. We talked him off, but then he you know got sick, and now he doesn't even want to be on the pod. He's doing haikus in his basement. That's fine. Brett, we love you. We miss you. Get well. Uh, I was all ready to take the Saints here. But they, Dave, Derek Carr, he's awful. And the Falcons, I, I think they're better than they are. Uh, but their coaching's bad. And I don't believe in Ritter, but if he wins, they're going to reopen the Regal Beagle. So give me the Falcons oh. minus one. Oh, solo. 
<clears throat> we know who Brett's going to pick, folks. We know who Brett's taking, right? Haiku. Lost three in a row. Falcons season is ruined. Time to ruin the draft. Brett takes the Atlanta Falcons. Whoa! This is the first time all year. He is. Uh-huh. He must have a brain fever tonight. <laughs> so, Mrs. Brett, better, check his pulse. Axel, yeah, text him. Text him again and make sure he's okay. Yeah, t- take your temp, Brett. Brett, are you in the contiguous United States right now? Oh, you know what he's doing, guys? He's doing IA, not AI. Oh, he is. Oh, you're right. Doing. He's flipping it. He IA'd us. He's flipping it. Well, you know what, guys? Brett Martling did the OA. Brett Martling is doing IA. Oh, I like it. And I'm going to flip it, too, baby, because I'm taking the Saints. Sorry, Brett. Oh. Falcons El Dudu. <laughs> Falcons El Dudu. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't like either one of these teams, but the Falcons are in such disarray. I'm, I'm gonna, God, I'm gonna take the Saints against my better judgment. Great, I'm stuck with IA. (laughs) I have to say, I have to comment. Thank you, NFL. What a great distribution of games. We've got three on Thursday. We've got one on Friday. We've got six early games, and then four late games on Sunday. Not, I thought they were going to jip us and give us like three or two late games on mm-hmm. Sunday. This is pretty good. And they're not bad. They're, mm-hmm. they're, these are good games though. Right. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to brunch on Sunday. Oh, brunch is going to hit you solo in the wallet. I have, well, definitely <laughs> in LA. <laughs> yeah. But are you uh, going to Vanderpump yeah. rules place or anything. <laughs> Tom, Tom actually, place? Actually, it's funny that you say that. One Valentine's, I did take my wife to pump her restaurant. Oh my god! No, that was Tell me experience. everything. <laughs> I will if we weren't in time crunch. Oh damn! For Axel's turkey dinner. Turkey. Well, I'll tell you next. I'll tell you next time. Tune in next week. List. All right. Well, hit us then, Brett, with the Chiefs. Okay. And the Raiders. Yeah. Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs are favored by eight and a half on the road. <laughs> Sorry, I I always Andy's, get, Andy's getting the feed, the East Coast feed before that's, we. Yeah, that's right. exactly right. We're on delay. Travis, you fumbled. Get your head out of Taylor's insert body part here. Oh, Las damn. Vegas. He takes Las Vegas. Ooh, Brett is getting X-rated. <laughs> Chiefs bounce show, back. Brett. Come on. Somebody learns how to catch a ball. To make Andy and uh, Kelsey proud, I'm taking the Chiefs, <laughs> baby. They're going to cover on this one. I know it sounds outrageous, but so is Jem. She's truly outrageous. Oh, Rico Pacheco. Eight and a half on the road is way too much. The Chiefs yeah. have just not impressed me. The Raiders haven't either, but they've shown signs of life since they got rid of McDaniels, so... I think the Chiefs still win, but I don't think they win by eight and a half. So I will take the Raiders. Hmm. Interesting here, folks. So because the Chiefs don't cover. They don't cover. They don't like to cover. Cover. Short me. week. Now the Raiders have won two. They covered. They back you know, they they did cover. I guess I have heard it, Ando. When you're getting points and you you know, it is a cover. I guess. Oh, so, well, so it is all right. So you're right. Yeah, so you're right. 
So I lucked into that one. I did not know that. I, that was dumb luck. <laughs> so yeah, I but take I, credit. But I'm just I, I have to go with Axel here because I just think the history between the Raiders and Chiefs are blow a lot of blowouts by the Chiefs, and I think they'll get things corrected and they'll want to beat up on the Raiders. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Well, and you know, every time I every time I hop off the Chiefs bandwagon, they usually blow a team out by thirty. So they probably will win this game <laughs> now that I picked the Raiders. So um, next up, we have got Axel. We have got the seven and three Browns are going out to Denver to play the five and five Broncos. Broncos are favored by two and a half here. Okay, well, it looks like DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson is starting for the Browns. But those fucking Broncos, every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. I'm not going to make fun of Russell Wilson in his bathrooms anymore, but I'm also not going to pick them. Browns, baby. Ooh, That's my haiku. Switcheroo. <laughs> my switcheroo haiku that rhymes, bro. I'm a poet. Yeah, the, the, the Broncos are... I mean, I give them credit for coming back and turning this season around, but without the turnovers, I mean, all these games that they've won, the last three games they've won, they've turned the ball over tons of, or gotten the ball turned over to them many, many times. And I don't think, I just, I, I don't see that keep it going. We're not, and the Browns defense is so damn good. They're going to put a hurt on Russ. I'm, I'm taking the Browns here. You know, for a second there, I kind of thought it. I forget what it was. That's why I always screw that lineup. Damn it, Phil Bill. Uh, um, this Browns defense—it's it, it, incredible. And DTR or Dorian Thompson Robinson Arsenio Hall that uh, Sal called. <laughs> I was thinking this. I'm not a big hyphen person. Name. It's just too much. I think it's just too much. It's just too much. I agree. But. I just the actors do it all the time, and it's annoying. Um, anyway, I, I don't know what I, I just am. So I'm gonna be Heath Kenneth Sentazo or Heath Foley Sentazo. No, Heath Solo Sentazo. <laughs> oh well, okay, maybe I'm back on. Um, I just can't see the Broncos covering. I, you know, but this DTR stuff. I don't know the Browns at defense, but I think they got to. You know what? I'm taking the points. Give me Cleveland. What the hell? There you go. Broncos are hot, but Drew Carey says Cleveland rocks. That price is right, Sean. <laughs> Cleveland, two and a half. Damn, Brett is killing it this week. Oh, he's, Yeah, he really is. Drew Carey. He, I, I, we got to find out who his writer is. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, could use I think it's Dorian Thompson <laughs> Robinson. Arsenio Hall? Yeah. 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 Next up, this game could be a good one. The Bills are visiting Philly. The Eagles are favored by yeah. three and a half. Mm-hmm. And I am up first here, and I'm I'm going to stay with the Eagles. I think they're they're good. That's like I said. I think they're the least flawed team. They're still flawed, but I think they're the least flawed team. And the Bills are still. I think last week was kind of a kind of a mirage to get people back on the Bills bandwagon. I, I think the Eagles win this one fairly easily, at least by a touchdown. You know what, Callum? Please get on your knees 
Whoa, whoa, kid whoa. Show. No, pray, <laughs> do any Bills Mafia sacrifice you have to, a money drop, whack somebody, eat some spaghetti. I don't know, but get get your Bills riled up to beat the Eagles. I need the Bills to beat the Eagles this week, okay? So, Kellum, do that for me. You'll have me for life. I'll be on my knees if the Bills beat the Eagles. Hey-o! But, uh... <laughs> But the Eagles just, they find ways to win, cover, do, except when I bet on them against the Jets and the Jets beat them. Uh, I, I'm going the Eagles here. I, I just, as much as I want to believe, yes, they're, they're, they haven't played their best. They can be beaten, but no one can beat them except the Jets. So give me the Eagles minus the number. Let's see. Brett says Philadelphia. Georgia North is playing well. Damn. Fuck you, Eagles. <gasps> Brett takes Buffalo. Oh, man. <laughs> I was Brett, losing that if I couldn't something. Brett is an inspiration to people all across America, <laughs> as well as to me. And I and serial my, killers. Other serial it, killers. Tr- very true, Solo. But let's not talk <laughs> about that on the podcast. But you know um, what? Real quick. BTK. <laughs> we call him BTK. But it means, Brett, it means ball, touchdown, kick. Oh, That's what it means. I thought it meant Brett the King. And that, too. I like that one. <laughs> I like that. So, I like that. Angle. Brett the King. Yeah, I yeah, was thinking about King. that the other okay. day. And as a result so of I, that, evidently. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm raising my sword high up in the air to Kellum, your Bills, Josh Alien coming through inspirational they're gonna have it they're gonna do it down with the eagles i take the bills Ooh, if the bills mm. win if the well the bills still could lose of course and cover and all that but if the bills i don't care the bills beat the eagles i'm taking count to inspiration point like in happy days baby. oh whoa a little make out <laughs> <sesh. Hey. laughs> solo with a proposition an indecent hey. proposal well, this this next game kind of sounds like an Adidas proposal. Solo, uh, the Rams are visiting the Cardinals. Rams yeah. are favored by one. Ooh. What are your thoughts? Not many. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Rams also won earlier in the season, week six. They won 26-9 to nine against the Cards. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray's back, but he couldn't pull it off last week against the Texans, his miraculous comebacks. Um. The Rams should have beat the should have beat the Seahawks. Oh, they did beat them. They did. <laughs> they should have, and they did. <laughs> Good call. Um, <laughs> that is some high quality analysis. Yeah, you can only get in the round. I think the, the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals could win this game. Uh, maybe no Cooper Cup. So Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Tutu Atwell. Everyone's seen him play. He hasn't caught a pass in like eight weeks. It feels like. Um, you know, for a second there, I still don't know the line. I can't remember the line. <laughs> Look up the you know, line next time so you can use it solo. That's twice yeah, now. I know, <laughs> I know. I, 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 yeah. I'm. A, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'm going so the Cardinals. Well. What the hell? I'm going the Cardinals. This is very, oh, let's do that. it. Go, Brett. 
Let's see. Two reasons for pick. Murray's at home and getting points. Red birds are pretty. Brett takes Arizona. <laughs> getting points. He's getting a point. Yeah, one point. Not points. Ah, Rams are not good. Cards are not good. Brett took cards. So did Solo. Folo takes Rams. That's my haiku. Yeah, I'm taking the cards here. The cards have got some more energy back with Kyler back, and you say Cooper's hurt. Stafford looks like he might finally be on his last leg, so I'm taking the cards. You know, I'm going to say that uh, for the YouTube four box at the end of the – I'm not even going to have this game in it. I'm going to put red zone in. Um, That's how I feel kind of about this game. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Sunday night. Sunday Sunday night game, the Ravens are going all the way out to play the Chargers. The Ravens are favored by three and a half. And Brett says, Chargers are free-falling while the Ravens are soaring high. Go with Baltimore. Yeah. Free-falling. Free-falling, Brett. I agree with you. I'm going to take the Ravens on Sunday night. Lamar, yeah. Gonna run for some touchdowns. The Chargers. I'm not gonna keep on singing. The Chargers are just utterly disappointing. They need a change at the top because I ain't gonna blame Bobby A. Bear Jr. Yeah, unless unless Staley gets fired between now and Sunday, the Ravens are easily gonna cover this. I think this point spread is way too low. Mm, I watched most of low. that Chargers this game low. this last week, and it was they're. They're not good. They're just, they're making bad mistakes. They're just, you can tell, I don't know. It just seems like they're not into it. I think this is the easiest pick of the week. Ravens. Well, at least they're not making good mistakes, you know? Well, that's true. (laughs) Well, they're not even getting moral victories. I mean, Minnesota fans are are used to moral victories. That's what I I know how to look for. (laughs) Well, excel in moral victories. Yeah. I know Mark Andrews is out uh, for the season. It looks like, or he might come back. They're saying, but. He's he out for this. Today. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, going to be out, out for a while. Lamar is banged up, um, but I really don't care because plus the Ravens had the extra time off playing the Thursday night game, so they got a few extra days. They're going to make it out to the West Coast, and I think they'll dominate on Sunday night football. Though I hope it's a good game. I'm taking the Ravens as well. And for our last game of the week, Monday night. Axel, my Vikings again in primetime two weeks in a row. Nice. The Bears Whoa. are coming up here. Vikings are actually favored for once. Three and a half points. You know what? Could be a fun game. Could be a fun game. Justin Fields seems to be getting his feet under him again. Vikings, of course, were not able to pull out the victory this past Sunday. But we're on the upswing. Uh, so I think it could be a fun game. And you know what? I believe in your Vikings, though I think Justin Fields is going to score some DJ Moore touchdown points for me. I'm going to go with your Vikes, Ando. Well, the uh, the Vikings, I forgot to say this before, Vikings won in week six against the Bears, 19-13 to 13 in Chicago. And that's the game where Justin, they knocked Justin Fields out of the game and brought us the Tyson Badgent era. Mm-hmm. And they made Fields look... Very inadequate that game when he what before he got injured. So I am sticking with the Vikings here. Vikings cover and win. 
Nice. Um, I, you know, I, I want to take the Bears just because I think it's going to be a good game and Fields is back and yada, yada, yada. Yada, but yada. You know what? But you know what? What? A... I don't care. Fuck the it. Vikes are going to win by four. Yeah. Oh. And they'll do it in style. Oh. And my boy Kevin O'Connell is my new favorite coach in the NFL. Really? I'm no longer going to call him Chris O'Donnell. He's Kevin O'Connell to me. Joshy Dobbs, get ready for Monday night, my friend. People Let's go, get Vikes. Ready. And you know the crazy thing? After this last week, there's Vikings fans that are actually calling for Jaron Hall because they're, they're already off the Dobbs bandwagon. It is oh, insane. That's, now, that's all I will fans. say this. All fans are crazy like that. Yeah. And, uh, I will say everybody. this real quick. His When I watched him play, it looked like he has some juice. Now, at least he could be a backup for a couple of years or whatever, or emergency quarterback. I think there might be something here, because I think O'Connell is one of the few quarterback gurus we have. And I think learning from Belichick, playing the position, he he he, I, I like it. I like what he's done. And I think you might have something in Hall, but um, I would go next year. I would go Dobbs and Hall. I would go for it again. But well, next me. year Dobbs and Cousins are both free agents, so right, there's some right. serious questions off season on the Vikings. But hopefully, there's Dobbs will be on the Jets or something. I don't know. Maybe the maybe yeah, I the mean, Giants. I think even with what Dobbs has already done, he's earned himself a big ass payday from somewhere. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. Compared to what's in the NFL, I hope yeah, he gets that's. It. Yeah. I mean, he's a top half quarterback just just with what he's done the last couple of weeks, which is insane. Yeah. Um, Brett says. Monday night party. You ready for some football? I'm underdogging. Brett takes the Bears. Oh, yeah, of course, course he does. You know what? You have to. This is what happens. You know, this is the guys come. You know what, Brett? This is what happens. We go the whole night. We're on a good vibe. We're talking. <laughs> we're feeling right. The mood is flowing. And then you fucking take the Bears. You know what, Brett? This is. <laughs> come on. Brett, where are you? We should call you up at home right now and force you to come on to the podcast. And explain yourself. The fuck. Well, anyway, look, this is this I, I, I love this is gonna be fun. We all have to admit, if there was no football over Thanksgiving, it just wouldn't be this holiday. It's always been a part of this holiday for me. I'm gonna enjoy watching these games. I'm gonna have the TVs on in several different rooms. So people can meander through and still be watching the NFL football. And then I'm going to enjoy a great Friday watching the Dolphins and the Jets game with my son. He's going to have fun. Probably the Dolphins are going to be creaming them or it's just not going to be pretty. But it's going to be a fun time with the son. And I wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. I think you're going to move on over to the Love Sofa and um, yeah, that's what's that's what I got. Yeah, we know you have to go, Axel. I gotta so is go. It okay for us? Is it okay for us to record the love seat and then we'll end it and then? Of course, uh, I would text never you. Okay, cool. in my life stop you from sitting next to Ando on a love seat. I am pro love is love solo, and you know that's love the way love. I feel. And how dare you think otherwise? How dare Whoa, you, sir? Now I'm getting attacked. I like it. How I like dare this you? Hostile Axel. Well, listen, <laughs> I love you guys, and I just want you to know that I've changed just recently and become much more happy. 
I don't so, want to know about the changes. Today too- <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Today's Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday. I'm thinking you got to get ready for, I'm thinking Thanksgiving's tomorrow for some reason. No. It's not. Nope. Oh, okay. Thanksgiving's not tomorrow. But our oh. preparation never stops. Well, that, that, that's, we got to take, listen, I'm going to text you a picture of how big our table is now. We put two leafs in solo. It's a two leafer. Oh, it's a two leafer. It's a two leafer. Yep. We have to, <laughs> we're bringing Let me tell you something. There will be Please some do. folding chairs. We don't even have enough chairs. Okay? Oh, is That's there a kid's table too? How many no, people are coming no. to this thing? Everybody's coming. Three. The whole no, neighborhood. Like 10 people. 300. Like 10 people. I'm making many different lasagnas because as people know from New Jersey, New York, Thanksgiving, you have turkey, you have ham, and you have lasagna, both meat and cheese lasagna. That sounds amazing. I would much rather have yeah, lasagna. is like my favorite meal. I want to come over. Did you always have I'm, lasagna? I want to Melissa solo? Etheridge you. Sentasa? I want to Melissa Etheridge you. Oh. I want to come over. Come through my window. Yeah, um, so you want to come to his window, I'm sure. Listen. Yeah, but there's also I want to come over. Wait a second. Too, solo. So yes, I know. They're, they both work. It's perfect. I know. I know. Did you have what, what? lasagna for Thanksgiving growing up? So, no, but Whoa. my grandmother, you we Stuff had shells? salad. We had salad. We had soup. Okay. Then we had spaghetti antipasta. There you then go. Then we had, then okay. we had spaghetti and meatballs. There you and go. Sausage and pepperoni. Thank then you. the turkey dinner. There you yeah, go. it was insane. Yep. Yep. It was insane. Oh. You have to have the Italian fur. I actually, yeah. I would never. I got to be honest with you. Even though my aunt Marie, whose house we always went over to, she made great. Everything she made was wonderful. I was never a big turkey guy, so I would just eat all the lasagna. And, that's what's what I liked. I like more the the sides than turkey. Me too. I, I, Not a big turkey guy solo. I only like turkey when my dad makes it. Oh, because he 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 makes it phenomenally solo senior. Um, yeah, solo senior. But <laughs> daddy solo. Uh, but like, no, your daddy solo, baby. Nowadays it's just like it's just like who's your dad? But nowadays I just like I'm a stuffing guy. I have yeah. to have oh, stuffing. Oh, stu- gra- mm-hmm. But the gravy, my wife is making. I'm making oh. lasagna. I'm making scallop potatoes. I'm going to be in charge of probably cooking the ham. Um, I'm so hungry right now. And my wife is. I know. Making, I'm getting hungry too. She's making <laughs> green is- beans, the turkey, and the gravy, which it's a big. It's a lot. Gravy's key. That, Gravy's thank key. you. So that's what I told her. I said, honey. Nobody cares about anything except that gravy because it, if the turkey could be a little dry or whatever, but if the gravy's smacking, you're like, damn, give me some more of that turkey, right? Just so I can put it up uh, on the gravy. She's well, making the gravy's the most yeah. important thing because it either yes. makes everything better or it makes everything worse. That's the key gravy. to the whole thing. Good gravy. All right, gentlemen. Well, listen. All right. Happy I'm Thanksgiving, depart. Axel. Yes. I love you both. BTK, I love you too, even though you took the bears. And um, that's all I have for you today. So just, just you don't have to, you know what? Just keep on talking for the rest of tonight. I'll come back here tomorrow morning and jump back on with you guys, okay? Me and Andrew will kill a bottle of bourbon. Do and it. We'll be both divorced. I and, love it. And it'll be great. <laughs> just before, well, that's a Thanksgiving story for you. <laughs> yeah, Later, gentlemen. You oh, boy. All right, Fowler. <laughs> go take a pee and go cook. Yeah, go I'll make your food. All right. All right, Ando. It's love seat time. We live on love seat. BTK.
K is sick on love seat. Axel left and he's going to McDonald's. No, he's not. He's cooking. <laughs> All right. I got to get this out of the way. Yeah, so, get it. I know you need some therapy here and some ranting, so go for it. CFL Grey Cup, the 110th Grey Cup was last Sunday. Um, my Winnipeg Blue Bombers lost a second Grey Cup in a row. They lose to the Montreal Alouettes 28-24. I didn't even watch Chris Berman's fastest three minutes because I knew he always cuts to a CFL. Yeah, they, and they, they recapped the, it during the, during oh, the yeah. show last night. Yep. Yeah, so I uh, didn't watch that because I knew he would do that. It was a tough one because uh, the Bombers, they they were up, and then they even stopped Montreal before the half, three downs out the goal line, and, and Montreal did not score, and they had the momentum. Green Day was at halftime. Everything's going great. Uh, and then they even with like a minute 20 left, they, they, they go ahead. Um, the, the key was Zach Kolaros threw an interception in the first half at the goal and they could have went up, they were up by 10. They could have been up by 17 and that pick really changed the momentum. I thought the goal line stand would then get the momentum back, but honestly, the defense just couldn't stop Montreal on that last drive. Uh, Montreal scored at ease when they had to, and it was a tough one. It was a tough one, and it sucks because, you know, it it almost feels like hockey. <laughs> I know it's a, because it's like Winnipeg was the second best team all year, Toronto was the best, and, and Montreal beat Toronto and Winnipeg. So it, it just it happened. They they deserve it. Montreal deserves it. They outplayed the Bombers in the second half, and um, you know, it, it, it's it's a tough one because. You never know how long this is going to last. And Winnipeg had been down for so long. Occasionally, every like six or seven years, make a great cup and lose. But when they won it in 2019, it was the first since 1990 that they had won. And then they won. Then it was the pandemic year. Then they won in 2021 in overtime. And then last year, they get their field goal blocked against Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I think, honestly... Last year, Zach Kolaros hurt his ankle and he wasn't healthy. This year, all the receivers were banged up. Dalton Schoen did play, but he he couldn't move. Uh, Drew Watarski was hurt a little bit. Bailey was hurt a little bit. Uh, Lawler was a shell of himself. Uh, so it, it just, you know, unfortunately, uh, and Adam Big Hill on defense, he played, he got knocked out, came back in, but he wasn't the same. And they just, they when they needed to make a stop, they couldn't. So... The bombers lose. I'm depressed, but what are you going to do? Say lot. So do, right? do you think their window is closing or do you think they're still, you know, I don't think so because I do believe Mike O'Shea, the head coach, their staff is really good. I just don't know with free agents and different things like that. I don't know what their situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, if they retain their guys, then that I don't think the window will be closed just yet. I just, you know, I just don't know. That's the thing. Cause they've made four straight great cups. Are they really going to make a fifth straight? I mean, it's yeah, that, possible, but I, I just don't feel, I kind of feel this is the end. So we'll, well see. That's sad. Yeah. But yeah. you never know. I mean, it's, you, may, you it, never know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was just looking at Calero side. That name looked familiar. I didn't, I remember him back at Cincinnati. He played at yeah. Cincinnati. Yep. I forgot about that. It's, 
Yeah, he played at Cincinnati. Now, as long as he's the quarterback, Brady Oliveira replaced Andrew Harris, and he had an MVP year at the running back position. They got great receivers. Their offensive line's really good. And on defense, I mean, uh, they had some injuries, but, I mean, they got Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffcoat as their primary pass rushers. Big Hill should come back. They have Houston. Um, So, uh, at, at corner... So hopefully, I don't know what the um, free agent situation is, but um, I, th- I, th- I think we're, I think, you know, we might be all right. We might, it just, it really depends on um, other teams, how they improve. But I think they'll be in the mix again, uh, whether or not this would have been a dynasty, you know, hopefully they'll get hungry and try to come back again. Well, in most sports today, I mean, I'm sure the CFL isn't any different, but just getting to that. I mean, that's almost considered the new style dynasty is getting to the championship game for five right, years in right. a row. And even if you only win two, that's still kind of, cause I mean, like the chiefs right now are almost a mini dynasty cause they've been to the, been that close that long, you know, they're not, they're not like what we would normally think of as a, as a dynasty, but right. Right. Sports has changed so much in that respect. Yeah. It's tough to, stuff. Yeah. That's the only reason because it's tough because, you know, you, they've had this great run and throw in a pandemic year that there was no season. Yep. So, um, but I, you know, if the core is still intact, I think they're going to be, they'll, they'll be in it. And granted there's only nine teams in the CFL. So uh, it's kind of easy to make the playoffs if you're not awful. So yeah. they'll always have, you know, and there's no wild card on it's the divisional than the championship. So it's, it's easier to get back, especially if you get home field and get that by and one game you're in the gray cup, but you know, so yeah, I, I think uh, as long as Kolaros stays, I, I think that they're going to have a shot because he, uh, he, you know, because when they won it the first year, they got him later in the year off like waivers or a trade. <laughs> and then he went on, they went on the run and he's become the, fra- I mean, they've been searching for a franchise quarterback forever and they finally have it and he's been great. So I guess as long as he's still the QB, I think we'll be all right. But, but anyway, next year. Uh, be back in it again. All right. It says he's 35, so he maybe has a couple of years left. A good plan. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, he's 35. Yeah. Well, in Canada, um, you know, some players have gone. Yeah, a lot longer later. Years. Uh, but he seems still pretty good. So I, I yeah, you know, you never know. Let's go Winnipeg. All right, let's move on to college. Um, just a couple of highlights from the weekend. And like we were texting before, this past weekend and this coming weekend is just it's rivalry. It's right before the championships. It's 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 a really fun time for college football. Uh BTK's Georgia looked tough. They beat Tennessee 38 to 10. I know yeah, Brett had mentioned he was worried about this game, but Georgia's <laughs> starting to come on. Yeah, like they're the, uh, they're firing on all cylinders or getting close to it. And I mean it's <laughs> I think when like Georgia fans are, have been such dominance for so long now that even a little like a little chink in the armor looks like it's going to be a major thing, but they're still they're still the class of the. It's going to take a major something major happened for them to not repeat. I think at this point, yeah, just like honestly, it'll. I think the only way Georgia loses, especially with Bowers coming back, which I didn't think he'd come back. We were talking maybe December and he's been back. Yeah. I just think it's, it's Carson Beck is it, it, whether or not um, it, I, I don't think the lights will be too much for him because I'm sure 
I mean, they have a great coaching staff there in Georgia. Uh, yeah. And they, they've been there before, and there's a lot of plays around him. Uh, that, I guess if he would have a bad game, that would be the only, I think, way to beat Georgia. If somehow you get a scheme where he, or he's just not hitting his throws, I mean, yeah. that would be the only way. Uh, because Michigan now, I mean, they beat Maryland, and though, but McCarthy did not have a good game. And it was close there. It was like 29-24 at the end there. Not having Harbaugh. And they still got to play Ohio State. And, and Ohio there's so State, many. And even with not having Harbaugh, I mean, there's just so many other off-the-field things and distractions going on with Michigan right now right. that I just – it's going to take a hell of a lot of focus. And I don't know how those – I mean, because you know damn well those players are all over social media. They watch ESPN. They know what's going on and what's in the media. How, I mean, sure. they're human. They're, they, can't, yeah. they can't shut all that stuff off. And they're kids. So it's I'm not liking their chances. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling Ohio State's going to upset Michigan this week. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking the same way. I mean, they got a, they, I, they got a nice tune up against my Gophers this weekend, so they should be nice uh, and ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Did, now, did you watch any of that game? Or um, I did. I listened to quite a bit of it, but I was at, I had a wedding this weekend, so I was just oh, kind of in right. and out. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it from everybody that. And I mean, just like I have for football with you guys, there's everybody knows I'm a big Gophers fan, all my Gophers people. So they're texting me all the time. And it's the, <laughs> the like the gist of it that I got was, I mean, there's a lot of people very displeased with PJ Fleck, the head coach here. And a lot of people are thinking that in this game, he was just trying to keep it close. He wasn't actually trying to win, like doing a lot of things like early in the game, punting on like the 42 yard line when it was fourth and two and kind of things where like, if you want to try and keep it close, you're aggressive and try and go for those fourth thousand he just puts yeah. it away a couple times just that kind of stuff and so it's i mean i don't think fleck is going anywhere because there's i mean just like any fan base there's delusional fans that think we could fire him and bring in somebody like coming. nick saban quality yeah. or something like that it's like somebody like that is not coming here that's just not yeah, not just a not possibility yeah. so it's i mean it was like i said the spread was 31 i think so i mean i, I was expecting him to be blown up even more than that so it it is what it is. It's I mean we haven't beaten Ohio State in a long time, so it's I'm. It is what it, I mean. They're they're basically playing different sports at at times. The Gophers say the Gophers are on Syracuse that kind of level where it's there's like the A plus level and then yeah. there's like the B and C and we're kind of like we we fluctuate between a B and a C and we're kind of at a C right now. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's where Cuse is. They. Fire Dino Babers, which I didn't know. I think you mentioned it or yeah. You or Brett uh, well, I told you and you I should apply like, for Wait. the job. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're an alumni, so you can. I'm an alumni. I know, man. Yeah. I can get some backing. Yeah. Uh, but Cuse falls to Georgia Tech, who Georgia Tech, you know, won that crazy game against Miami when they could have kneeled and they ran uh-huh. and fumbled. Uh, and you know, I know Brett was saying that Tech could give them trouble. I mean, could give Georgia trouble this weekend. Yeah, they, it's a rivalry game. It's possible, but I don't. I don't see it. But Tech is Tech is playing a lot better than uh, people thought in the preseason but they beat Cuse and it was close there for a little bit but just Syracuse just didn't have it now Cuse plays Wake Forest this weekend at home and but and to win to be bowl eligible so I'm like if you can't be Wake Forest at home you don't deserve to be in a bowl but honestly <laughs> I don't even know if I want to see Syracuse in a bowl that's I mean it would be it'll be one more game and I love bowl season so and it'll be a shitty bowl but I'm okay with that uh, well, and but, you know that's the Gophers need to win. They're five and six right now, and they have a rivalry game against Wisconsin this weekend for Paul Bunyan's axe, another trophy game. But oh, same thing where 
I still want them. I still I, when, whenever I get that attitude of like the the I don't even want them in a bowl game. I always end up because I get that sometimes too, and I always change my mind because I'm always like, you know, what? I know that the players, most of the players, unless you're from a team like Georgia or Texas or something that wants to be in the national championship game and they don't make it and they get mad. Most of these guys, it's going to be the highlight of their life playing in, even if it's the Las right. Vegas Bowl or the Motor City Bowl or something. So I, w- I want sure. them to get there just for that. And plus, beating Wisconsin is would be amazing. But well, yeah. yeah. But the so it's I, I still hope the Gophers get bowl eligible. I don't know if it's going to. Ha- I doubt it's going to happen. But yeah, I, I I also see what you're saying about the. I don't even want them in there. But I have to remind myself it's not pros where it's like I take for a draft pick because taking for a draft pick isn't going to help hurt anything. No, help anything. No, actually so. going to a bowl and winning helps recruiting. Yeah. You know, so even if it's the pinstripe bowl or like you said, the toilet bowl, hey, you know, when yeah, it comes to, when it comes to bowl season, you know, even if I know Cuse is playing on December 28th or whatever or 24th or whatever, it's like, yep. you know what? They're my, they're my school. I would yep. like to see them go to a game. So I'm of course want them to go to a bowl game. That's an extra game. And like you said, it's good for the students and it's a good experience. Well, and I think I heard, I don't remember if it was Fleck, one of the former Gophers coaches has always said that because somebody gave him a bunch of shit. He's like, why do you schedule all these shitty teams at the beginning of the season? Cause they, they notoriously schedule really bad teams at the beginning of the season, not any mm-hmm. non-conference for the most part that are any good. And he always said, well, I want to make sure we get to a bowl game because it's also with all the young guys we have, it's an extra month and a half of practice. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to practice all the way through the end of November and all the way through December. So a lot of those young guys get even more experience, which was something I never thought about for a long time, but it's Mm -hmm. also good, especially for teams like ours that are not teams that are, I mean, they need all the help they can get and all the practice time. So I thought that was interesting too. An interesting point. That is, um, I don't know if you caught any of the, Probably not because you were gone, but the Miami uh, put a fight up against Louisville. Uh, they lost 38-31, but it was close there for a while. And it would have been, you know, in my, my, the Miami is just, it, it, I've been preaching this for, because I'm also a Miami Hurricanes fan. Mm-hmm. They just haven't had that blue chip quarterback for 20 years, since Ken Dorsey, really. <laughs> I mean, How does it they been really, that? Have they haven't had anybody since then? I'm not been really. notable? Man. Yeah, doesn't doesn't seem like I mean, I'm sure you're right. It just doesn't seem like it's that long. Yeah, like Ryan Covington, Kenny Kelly, uh, there's a guy. They had a guy named Marv, like Brett Marv, whatever his name was. Kevin Marv, I forget his name. I mean, they haven't had, you know, Van Dyke is okay. I mean, they had this guy. Uh, I want to say Gilbert Meadows. I can't remember who his name is, but like against, um. Uh, not this game, the previous game that they got against Florida State. I mean, he just couldn't hit a pass at the end of the game. It was just really bad. Um, and I, I just can't understand why Miami can't can't have a um, can't find a blue chip quarterback. I don't I don't get it. You're right. I'm looking at I, some of the list of the former quarterbacks the last ten or fifteen years, and most of these guys I don't even remember. Yeah, talk, talk, what are they? I, I just refresh um, my memory. Let's see. This this article here is from 2018, but it says ranking the last decade of Miami quarterbacks. So it's been like 2008 <laughs> to 2018. Kirby Freeman, okay. oh Robert Marv, Kyle oh, Wright, Jacory Harris. I remember Jacory Harris. Jacory Harris. Yeah, he he was actually not not bad. Malik Rozier, Rozier, Rozier. Yeah, Stephen Morris. 
Don't remember him at all. Oh, yeah. Steven Morris. He was a tall quarterback. Oh, they Brad... got a kid one year from Houston, the transfer. Uh, oh, keep going. Now. Oh, the, the other guy on the list is Brad Kaya or Kaya. Oh, Brad Kaya. Jesus. Yep. That's the only ones on this list, but like, you think with Miami, they you think one or two of their quarterbacks during a time frame would have been to the pros at least, but they just yeah, don't have anybody no, there. No, they, they haven't been able under Mark Richt, you know, I just, they can't get that. Like, what if they got like a Drake May? This Miami team might be fighting for the AFC, ACC championship, you know? Um, I, I just don't understand why they can't get a good quarterback. And, the guys they got in there just aren't good. They, they aren't. No, there's even a. I would just when I was googling that, there's an article from SI.com from June of this year, and the title of the article is "How Does Miami Once Again Produce Top Quarterbacks?" <laughs> so you're obviously not the only one thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, because back in the day, you had Jim Jim Kelly, Bernie Kosar. Yeah, you know, yeah, that run. I yeah, mean, some of the best uh, quarterbacks of the NFL, the '80s and '90s. Yeah. I mean, Gino Toretta, he was a good college quarterback, but he won the Heisman, he was, but he wasn't. He was a Viking. Awesome in college. Yes, I think he, he was. cut by the Vikings. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's... You know, and then Erickson. Yeah. Yeah, it's Vinny Tessler. Oh, i got to forget Vinny. And then even Craig Erickson, they won. They, I think they shared a national championship with, with yep. him. Um, yep. he, you know, he was a good college. Steve Walsh, another good one. Um, you know, and Dorsey. Uh, but at, you know, after Dorsey, they haven't really. I mean, I mean, the talent they had. It, it's kind of like when LSU was on their run with talent. It reminded me of the old Canes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado right now has the swagger of the Canes, but they're not good. Um, yeah, <laughs> they yeah, lose. Again. That's exactly right. The, you know, it, it's funny because like the first month that we were doing this, we were talking about Colorado and Coach Prime, Coach Prime. And, oh, I know. Boy, they've just fallen off the. Yeah. Yeah, just, the, the flash they, they only carries you so far. Exactly. Um, in another big rivalry game, uh, UCLA beat USC thirty-eight to twenty. Man, how the Caleb Williams stock has dropped. They, they and, can't win a game either. USC. Man, I still think. I still think because I've watched a lot of the even the even after they've fallen down here, I've watched quite a bit of it, and I still think it's going to be a mistake for teams to pass on him. But he's still got that. Even though that he hasn't played well here lately, he's still got that thing that you can't teach. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it is crazy how. I they... mean, his de- the defense is pretty bad at USC. Yeah. You know, it's not all on Caleb Williams. Yeah. Uh, the defense sure. is piss poor. Um, and then FSU lost their quarterback. Oh. So that injury was so bad too, so brutal. Oh. Uh, so. I mean, they played Louisville for the ACC championship. If they somehow lose, they're done. They're not going to, you know. Well, like, they did they fall beat... out. They fell out of the top four this week. I saw the rankings came out tonight a couple hours ago. Oh, what are they? Do you have them um, on? Washington was the number four team now. And I think nice. the rest stayed right. the same. Because I think uh, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Georgia, I think Ohio State two, and Michigan three, I think. Oh, boy. You know, and, and, and they were t- Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was going to say, and one of the one of the Big Ten teams will fall out when they play after they play each other. I would think. I would think. I would think so. Um, you know, and also they were talking if if Alabama were to beat Georgia and Texas were to win out, if the committee would put Alabama in over Texas, that would be bad because Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa by ten points in week two. Mm-hmm. I know it was like a 
while ago. Mm-hmm. But like, I hope they don't like. Then it means regular season means nothing, or head to head means nothing. So I hope they're smart enough if that happens, that because that and would they're be damn. Bad. I mean, the stupid Alabama thing. I mean, it. Ugh. Yeah, it it would just be it, it'd be bad for college football. I think it would just. Yeah, I realize Alabama is basically the Yankees of college football, but still, it's man, yeah, that would suck. Not that I'm a huge yeah. Texas fan, but having Alabama no like that would be just terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if Alabama, I mean, it's tough because yeah, if they didn't have that loss against Texas, you know, if they lost to someone different, okay, maybe because if you beat Georgia, that's a pretty big win. But then you would have, then you'd have the battle. Does Ohio State and Michigan? What if that game's close? Then you yep. have, you know, Bama and Georgia. We just gonna have a Big Ten uh, SEC, uh, <laughs> you know. So that's why I'm hoping a Washington. Now the thing is, if Oregon beats Washington in the Pac-12 championship, would Oregon then? Because the yeah, only loss Oregon's Washington. sitting at six. Yeah, they're at six right now, yeah. and they're ten and one. So, and the yeah. thing is, if Florida State still wins out. Without their top quarterback, do you put? Would they put can, an undefeated Florida State team in the in the? I mean, you know, but they've. How guess, can you not? How can you not? Even though the quarterback got hurt, that's not. Yeah. That shouldn't be a factor. Yeah. Maybe you that's do a, make them the four seed, but it, you know, how do you not not put them in? And Florida yeah. State's got a couple. I mean, they're at Florida this weekend, which Florida's down, but that's still a tough place to play. And then Louisville, their last right. game of the week, last game of the year, so. A lot could happen there. Oh, yet, that's too. true. They still got to play Florida with this yeah. backup, and you know, maybe he'll pull a Cardell Jones, and all of a sudden, yeah, well, and <laughs> that last game against Louisville, Louisville's number ten in the nation, so it's not like Louisville's a walkover either. So no, and Brom has done a great job getting Louisville, I believe, to their first ACC championship. Uh, it's his first pretty, year at coach. Yeah, I think it is the first year. Um, that's pretty awesome. They, yeah, yeah. I remember when they established it, that that was just going to be Miami, Florida State every year, and it didn't work it's, out that way. Uh, when crazy. you get the list of Kane's quarterbacks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, that's still uh, crazy. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna spend way too much time thinking about Florida, or, uh, Miami Hurricanes quarterbacks now after seeing that. That's just uh, I would never in a million years have guessed that. But yeah, no, it, it's been it's been brutal, but. Um, and then, as we mentioned, Washington remains undefeated. So that Washington-Oregon game, I mean, I hope one of the Pac-12 teams make the playoff, uh, just because it just it, it would it would be it would be very uh, very cool in their last year, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get someone you know. But we'll, we'll well we'll see we'll see. Ando, um, do you have anything? You want to touch upon anything left in the college? Not game? really. I mean, we kind of we kind of covered everything. I mean, like I said, there's tons of awesome games coming up this week. Yeah. So it's or, there's gonna uh, Oregon, Oregon State, uh, Washington, Washington State. We got Ohio State, Michigan. Of course, I love. I'll be up at nine a.m. on the West Coast watching that game. I that's one of my favorite games. Uh, one of my other favorite games that no one really talks about, but the Harvard Yale game was last weekend, and Yale. Beat oh Harvard. yeah. I always enjoy that game. I just you know because it's. Some of those well, Ivy know. League games and some of the Service Academy games are always just yeah fun. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the Ivy League. You know, I'll, I'll watch a couple Ivy League games a year. I haven't won, watched one this year, <laughs> but there was one year it was Yale and Columbia, I believe, and it was in the snowstorm. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's um, awesome. 
that's why I'm hoping I'm hoping we get some snow. I want some snow games. Uh, usually for like in the Division Three playoffs, like when Mount Union's, playing, uh-huh. it's like there's always some sort of snow game there. But I I I just feel like with the warm weather we've had through through November, I don't know if there's gonna be. You know, I've snow been to a couple of a uh, couple of Gophers games. I'll, a lot of times I'll get tickets to the the Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving weekend games, and it snowed a couple times outdoors. And being at an outdoor snow college game is one of the funnest damn things. And the one time I went oh. to I went to Ohio State when uh, God was it Fields the quarterback? Can't remember. I think it might have been Justin Fields or the quarterback before Fields. It was one of the one of Ohio. State, well, they've been all been good, but they they blew the hell out of the Gophers. But it was like 15 degrees and snowing the whole time. And it was even though they got their asses kicked, it was one of the funnest college games I've ever been to because you're just you're sitting there in a blizzard and man, it's just highly oh, recommended wow. experience if you can ever if you ever have the chance. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, like CJ Stroud could be. I mean, the Pro Bowl is different though, but the first Ohio State quarterback to make a Pro Bowl in the NFL. They haven't had. I mean, well, that was part of the they reason never. why a lot of people were down on Stroud because they were like, no, no Ohio State quarterbacks have ever yeah. been good. Have ever panned out well in the pros, but. Yeah. I don't know. That's Craig yeah. Craig Kent Krenzel. Remember him? He oh, was on yeah. national championship. I remember uh-huh. there was a it was a Halloween night. This might, must have been oh four oh five, and it was Bears Niners, and it was Ken Dorsey versus Craig Krenzel, the rematch of the two thousand and one Fiesta Bowl. I think 2001, <laughs> two thousand one, whatever the national championship was with Ohio State Miami. I remember being uh-huh. excited, and it was a pretty brutal game. <laughs> I remember That's that the, Sunday uh, night. I remember, I can't remember who he was, Brian Hoying, or uh, not Brian, uh, Bobby Hoying with Bobby Terry Hoying. Glenn, and they had a stud running back, too. They, I mean, they've had some awesome teams there, but the quarterbacks yeah. usually have not been that. Yeah, that was, turned out that that was the 90s. That was in the 90s. Yeah, 95, that, 94. That yeah, range. when they lost to Michigan, um, I remember Eddie George. Uh, Eddie team. George, that's who I was thinking of, yep. yeah. Is that I watched I them know, beat the Joey shit Galloway out of the Gophers in the, too? Was Galloway with them? Uh, I can't remember. I know Galloway was mid nineties, but I can't remember exactly if he was on that specific Ohio State team. That was no, just I don't think the one I was with was Terry Glenn. Orlando I mean, Pace. They well, I remember when I saw him, I had season tickets at. This is how shitty the Gophers were at that time. They played in the Metrodome, the home of the Twins, one of the where the Vikings used to play, and the the Gophers were so shitty that if you had a student ID, you could go to the game for one dollar, best available seat. <laughs> so we would literally sit in the so I got to see all these NFL caliber like Eddie George, Terry, those guys, right. NFL caliber guys, and I'm sitting in the front row watching them. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, they got destroyed by 50 points every time, but right. it was. But you get yeah. to see, yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just a little bit, a little hot stove as you know the winter meetings approach, and that's usually when a lot of free agent signings and trades happen. But there's been some movement in baseball. Um, the, uh, BTK's Braves have uh, shored up their bullpen. They traded for Bummer from the White Sox, um, and then they got they signed Reynaldo Lopez, who was an angel for a brief <laughs> two weeks, and then they put him on waivers, and Cleveland picked him up. But um, so the you know of course um, the big thing is the Shohei Otani where he's going to sign, and. You know, being an Angel fan, I'm going to miss him, but I don't think he's I don't think he's coming back. The Angels need an overhaul. Well, what do you think about your new coach hire out there? I, I think it's a great oh, hire. Ron Washington. Um, yeah. Well, I remember him with the Rangers 
uh, went to two World Series with those teams. Those are fun Rangers teams to watch because with Josh Hamilton, I was, you know, kind of uh, yeah. one of my favorite players at the time. Yeah, I was a big fan. I'm a fan of him, too. Yeah, I loved him. Uh, but but no, I think, um, you know. He put, Washington also a, played ball for the Twins. So there's like, I've, I've, I've always uh, been a fan of him, even when he managed. He wasn't an awesome yeah. Twins player, but a good he player. A little co- he had a little cocaine problem. Yeah, <laughs> just, a, just a tad. Yeah, just a tad. But you know what? I think the Angels need a manager like that who's had experience, who can relate to players, and I think he'll be good for the organization. Um, I think I, I I really do. Except the Angels are just such in a hole with their farm system and the lack of pitching that they have. They're not going to be able to revamp it in one year. They've tried doing it, piecing it together. You know, the year they signed, you know, Ryan Tapera and Aaron Loop to shore up the bullpen, and they weren't that oh good. Oh, my God. Those are yeah. blast from the past. I forgot about those yeah. guys for good reason. Yeah, because they've been awful. And Loop, yeah. but they released, they end up releasing Tapera last year, and Loop, they just pitched because, uh, what the hell, we're paying them. Let's just let them pitch. But it, they were awful. <laughs> but they, somebody has to eat innings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with Otani, Pitching well and and hitting the way he is, it's just the team's just not good enough, and they need they they need to rebuild and and I I not retool. They need to rebuild, and I think you have to let Otani walk because if you give him five hundred million, it's still not going to fix anything. Yeah, um, I mean what? That's, so I, I've been there many times with the Twins over the years, where it's like, well, do you do you resign Johan Santana or do you trade him while you got some yeah. value because resigning him is going to be a I mean, there's tons of our tons of examples well, we had here. There was an uh, there was an announcement that the Twins are going to lower payroll. I saw, and I'm like, what? Oh, they were in the playoffs. They won a series. That's, that's lower payroll. I haven't seen that headline, but it doesn't surprise me because that's the pole ads who are the family that owns the Twins are they're like one of the first or second richest families that own a team. But the reason they're rich is because they're penny pinchers. They're bankers. Mm. And they, they yeah. I mean, it's been a, the guy that runs a team now. His dad, Carl Polad, was the guy that was running the team when they won the World Series when he gave Kareem Puckett the record contract and all that stuff. But right. now that his kids have gotten, and I mean, they were the same team that wanted to contract the team in the two, early two, early oh, 90s. Right. Remember the contraction yeah. talk? Oh my God. That's so right. every few years they say that. But I think part of the reason why they might be saying it now is because they don't want to pay Sonny Gray's price tag. Because he, he yeah. finished second in high in the Cy Young Award, and he's not Brave, even the Braves best pitcher. Are rumored. Braves yeah. are rumored and to sign him. Gray's not even the best pitcher on the team, so I I yeah. I get letting him go. So I mean, even just not having to re-sign that contract probably would take care of a lot of it. So I don't. I hope they don't lower payroll because they've got some nice young players there that could. I mean, they're they're a fun team to watch with Royce Lewis and Pablo Lopez and young, exciting players. So it's, I really hope they don't lower payroll, but I wouldn't put anything past the ownership group. Yeah, they, they I'm not a big fan some, of the owners here either. <laughs> right. They may add some like one year signings or bargain, you know, yeah. some veterans or something to go with their youth. Um, well, and that, the, the nice thing they have here now is that with those young guys, there's guys that want to play there. So we've actually become a destination. Like when Correa signed here and Correa loves it here, I think right, that's going right. to help matters. That does help. Yeah. Because for the yeah. longest time, we couldn't get free agents here because nobody wanted to come and play in Minnesota. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't well, know. Where do you think Otani's going to go? I I got a weird feeling he's going to. I know they, they've been saying West Coast, and of course, it's been rumored the Dodgers. 
But you know what team has come up that's really going to go hard after him is Chicago, the Cubs. Well, the Cubbies. Yeah, and I, I oh. actually would endorse that because, I mean, Eddie Vedder's a fan of the Cubs, so I kind of like the Cubs. <laughs> he's one of the but, biggest like, fans. Him and Bill Murray yeah, are the two know, biggest fans, fans, I yeah, think. Yeah, him and Bill Murray. Um, but honestly, him and Wrigley would be awesome. It would just be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing a pack stadium every night, every day, every night. And Otani, I want that for Otani. I want him yeah. to be able to go to the postseason. I want him to be able to just, you know, because like when he was playing the World Baseball Classic last year, I mean, it, he was just like, oh my God, yeah. this is what I want, you know. And I, so I hope, I, I would love to see him go to the Cubs. I, I don't want him to see him go to the Dodgers. It'd be very tough to see him in a Dodger uniform, it's... even though I would still follow him. It would just, as long as he doesn't much. go to the Dodgers, the Astros, or the Yankees, I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Those I don't are the think three teams I don't there. want. Him. Yeah, I don't think he's not going to go to New York, and he's definitely not going to go to Houston. The Giants, possibly. I would like to see him go to the National League. Yeah, but they're, they're talking maybe the Giants, possibly. Giants uh, would be the Cubs is very. The Cubs is just like I was like because they wanted him when uh-huh. he was posted. Oh, yeah, but or but. They, you know, Otani didn't want to play in the Midwest because he wanted to be closer to Japan. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, things could be different. So, and I know, like Seattle announced, we're not going to go after Otani. It's like, really, you have to announce that. Well, and I mean, <laughs> well, part of that, you know, I saw something. Was it today or yesterday that I loved that Otani released this thing that said, if I'm if any team that I meet with, if they share that I meet with them, I'm not signing with them. Like he didn't want any leaking of information. Oh wow. Like it was some big like a uh, press release or something. He I think it was just this afternoon he released where he basically said, "If I meet with you and you t- say that I met with you, I'm not considering your team anymore." Wow, that's weird. Which I, I actually think that's kind of cool because I I hate all that posturing right. and bullshit. But maybe that's why the Mariners said that because the Mariners seems like a perfect fit for him too. I mean, I know you they know have a, funny, a massive Japanese yeah. population there, so right, right. You know what's funny too is because when Otani signed with the Angels, you didn't hear a peep that the Angels were even mm-hmm. like after him. So they, they could be, you know, who knows? It could there could be a team in there that we we're not even talking about. I mean, imagine if you went to the Rangers. Oh, oh, that would be just like a stab in the gut. Yeah, I mean. Um, or, or or go to Philly or go to the Braves or something. I mean, he could really yeah. he, he could turn those teams into a super team. Relax, Brett. He ain't going to the Braves. Relax. Don't get all excited. <laughs> by um. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll be interesting, and so we have that coming up. A lot of you know, I actually go to uh, MLBTradeRumors.com. They have some really mm, good yep. writers there. They're really because uh, I remember before I used to go to ESPN, but then you got to pay. To get the yeah. rumors, and then I found MLB trade rumors. I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I need. You know um, what? I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that website, and as I, I like had a flash. As soon as you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I think my computer crashed and I lost my bookmarks, so I'm gonna have to oh, go back on to that. <laughs> yeah, every night before I go to bed, I go on there and read like the last couple <laughs> of articles because they they're really good. So, all right, well, I think that that. About does it, huh? I think so. You know? I think we can. I think we can wrap it up. I think we can wrap it up. Uh, do you have any final words before I uh, do the closeout? I don't think so. Well, you know what? Just since you have it on the notes, 
If you're an MLB voter, Hall of Fame voter, vote for Joe Maurer. He deserves to be in the Hall oh, of yes, Fame. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My second all-time favorite catcher behind Mickey Tettleton. Love oh, Joe Tettleton. Mauer. I love <laughs> Tettleton, too. I love big Orioles. Biceps. I was a big Orioles fan back in the day, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Tettleton and Joe Maurer, my two favorites. That's a, that's a nice Gary list. Carter. Followed by Gary Carter. I loved okay. Gary Carter. How too. can you not like Gary Carter? Yeah, it's great. Um, so otherwise, yeah. other, other than that, vote for Joe Maurer. Otherwise, yeah, let's we can just uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, remember, guys, uh, if you're listening to this on the Around the Couch feed, you can go to dvrpodcast.com, and it has all the other pods we do. And if you want to listen to those exclusively, get them before anyone else, you can go to patreon.com slash DVR. And for a couple bucks a month, become a patron. Support independent podcasting, ad-free, and it really helps uh, keep the lights on in the Foley household. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving, Ando. Brett Axel. Uh, yes, Axel, thanks to you. for coming on. <laughs> and uh, Brett, get get... Oh, Arthur Smith is giving him another scoop of soup. Okay, good, good, good. Well, no, not an enema, Arthur Smith. Well, anyway, I don't know what's going on in BTK. Hey, as long as you're getting hydrated, I guess. What the hell? <laughs> but seriously, to get well, Brett, we missed you, buddy. Great job on the haikus. And, uh, yeah, enjoy family, eats, your teams, college football, NFL. I mean, it's, it's a whole weekend, the Black Friday game. If you go out shopping, you know, be safe if you're doing it online still be safe because it's more danger online nowadays than there are outside uh but anyway for for ando for axel for btk i'm heath solo we'll see you next time on around the couch welcome to east atlanta i was gonna say welcome to east lansing Oh, that would have been good, too. Like, for the last half hour, I've been trying to think of something, but that'll work. That's an honor, Brett. (laughs) Yeah, an honor, Brett. Welcome to East Lansing. Not as (laughs) time out as Brett. I was trying to pause and then say it, but then... Well, I wasn't sure. Well, we didn't talk about it, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't. We didn't. I should have. Missed opportunity. Next time. All right. Brett, Brett, we need you back. We need you back. We're lost without you, Brett. Yeah, we, we, you know, <laughs> me and Andrew are both in East something. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. <laughs>